Episode 61, here you are, T.E.P., Jew, Ed, how you doing? Good, man, I'm good. Got us a different setting today, you know, those of you who are watching, you may notice that this is not, you know, the usual backdrop. Uh, so, yeah, this is our first time. Uh, mobile. Yeah, uh, what, what they call it, live on, uh, uh, live on location? Yeah, yeah live, live on location. location. Live on yeah, location. Yeah, we, we live on location, and uh, that voice you heard right there, just... Um, <laughs> A good good friend of the show, good friend of mine, um, a brother of mine, a brother of his. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna let you say it because I'm gonna I'm gonna call him a brother of mine, but I didn't want to say it before his actual brother. Uh, but this is also like a little brother to me as well. We got Paul Ivy in the building, everybody. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feeling today? Man, we doing good, man. We got Paul in the building. Um, I don't even know. This is a long time coming, man. Yeah. It's really a long time coming. It's really a long, hey, actually a long time coming. This whole moment is just a summation of, of things that have happened. Yeah. Uh, but I'll start it off how we usually do. Um, uh, my, you know, just quick update. I tried fried food yesterday. Mm. I know I was just coming off the, the water fast. But look, this is why I did it, though. Cause I knew we had the crawfish board coming up, you know, I was going to be eating a multitude of different foods. And I heard when my mom was cooking for Easter, she talking about smothering stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, this is a lot of grease coming my way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, I need to prepare for this onslaught. Cause even, even if I was a willful man, I was going to probably crack somewhere in between those two days. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me just do this. It's funny. I ate bad for a purpose. I was like, okay, <laughs> let me eat this food. It was chicken express. For the greater good. For the greater good. Like, yeah, I got to wait. to make the sacrifice. Yeah, I had to wake my stomach up because it's like, well, you about to get some stuff this weekend. But uh, uh, so, yeah, I did that. And it turned out pretty good. Um, except in the morning. This, you know, morning I paid mm-hmm. for it. But that day was good. Uh, so, I think I'm ready. That was my biggest concern coming into this whole weekend. Um uh, but uh, outside of that, the week has been good. Now that I'm like past the fast, it's kind of like what I was saying before, how I'm trying to implement like healthier decisions. Like mm-hmm. I look at things different now. Like, um, I you know, I went to the, uh, I, me and my coworker, we did a job together. Hey, you want to go get something to eat? Nah, man, I can't do it. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. just, 
chill with these blueberries here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I had to make that kind of decision. Uh, and it's been good, though. I've, I've been enjoying it. Uh, Do you just grab the blueberries with your hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm about I'm, to say, yeah, that's not a... That's a hard fruit to be cute with. No, no, no. That's yeah. just that's just. Yeah, you do better. Just and I was driving too, so I was just you know. Was eating them like some sunflowers. Yeah, I was yeah, like, like sunflowers. Yeah, yeah, that's really got it. How you got to handle some blueberries? Yeah, yeah. And then you, <laughs> yeah, you didn't do eat them like or skittles, <laughs> just like. Yeah, that's something you're trying to. You try to use a fork, man. You got a long day uh, or a spoon or a spoon. Nah, yeah, I just did the just whole thing. That one of the things that like if I'm buying blueberries, they kind of just for me because my hand about to be in there. Like, yeah. I ain't really looking to share no yeah, blueberries. So it's not many fruit that I don't like. I, I really think tangerines and grapefruit are the only ones that is just a no for me. And all other fruit I like, but it's a hierarchy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in which manner in which I like them. Yeah, yeah, for, for me, because sure. I'm, I'm going through a melon phase. I've been going through a melon phase since I got I got turned on to it in undergrad because I used to have something at Walmart called the, the Melon Trio. Oh, okay. And it came with watermelon, cantaloupe. And honeydew. That's a strong lineup. Man, when I said, and this was, I remember, because it used to be $8 for like a nice size one, which was expensive because I was buying three to like three to four a week. Oh, okay. And it was adding up because that was a lot of money back then. Right, right. But man, that uh-huh. that just uh-huh. uh I love melon. That's my thing. I like I, I don't like all melon. See, that's my that's my top. I, I would go honeydew cantaloupe then watermelon the funny thing is i didn't even you, you know daddy he's always about <laughs> cantaloupe growing when we was growing up and i didn't mess with cantaloupe like that i didn't eat i still don't man be cantaloupe. Times, though so he but see, home and just yeah cantaloupe. but see yeah. i like i like cantaloupe now in my older age because it's just sweet enough it's not too okay sweet. okay okay because okay. you know you used to be in the apples but that's too tart for me i don't like all that and then like oranges they eat that i went through orange phase, but that's too much for me uh, but cantaloupe is that right amount of like what any kind of give yeah and then honeydew is just a little bit sweeter but still not too much yeah because that's my honeydew that's my jam man i don't like mushy stuff so like a melon like a watermelon is good for me because you kind of got a hard exterior. You can kind of crunch into it, yeah. But you can still chew it easily. Like the cantaloupe be hard. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah. But I don't eat cantaloupe. That's what nah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really eat yeah, cantaloupe. Yeah, 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 that's but. that's my thing, man. But nah, my uh, we've been pretty good, man. You know, we the busy season about to start, but oh, it hasn't yeah, technically yeah. started. Uh huh. But it's like. When it's like, because it isn't like just the light bulb that come on. It's kind of like it gradually happened, but it's like yeah, at different parts you get used to it. So like now going into Monday, we can't wear jeans to work anymore because oh, it's like okay. they crack because people gonna be coming into the office now, mm-hmm. like the public and stuff. So mm-hmm. just been getting ready for that, man. And then I, um, outside of that, man, it really hasn't been much. I um. I've been doing my little boxing class, man. Oh yeah, you did hit me up I, about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get five weeks of it so far, man. That's that's some good cardio, and that doing that cardio there inspired me to start doing cardio again in my workout. So I'm either doing the row machine. That's my man. That that's the one there because yeah. that's the full body. Yeah, the yeah. row get you right from something. Man, because yeah, yeah. when I got consistent, you set the, the resistance up. Yeah, because well, okay. once I had got. Consistent on the row machine, mm-hmm. I um I noticed the difference instantly. So I either do the row because it'd be people there. So depending on 
food there, I either gonna I either do the row machine or the um stairmaster. And that stairmaster hey, hey, hey. she don't show no mercy. No, either. no, 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 no. That stairmaster. So I either true. I do those at the beginning, do my full workout, then at the end I'll uh do some uh abs, then I'll do some jump ropes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's I've been on it, man. Just so cardio, cardio before the workout is the best, right? Mm, before and after, like is cardio in the work beginning of the workout is good to like get your muscles moving and stuff. Like uh-huh. I like maybe like twenty minutes of like exercise bike just to really get loose. Uh-huh. Then like at the end I might just like shoot basketball. Okay, okay. But I might say yeah, but if you're doing like hard, hard cardio, you want to do the cardio then the workout. Like, yeah. When I when we did when we ran well when I ran track or whatever, we would do a track workout fully. Then and then hit the weight room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just always like to ask because I see a lot of people go back and forth. Some people do it after. Some but yeah, my, my yeah my cardio after is more so kind of just. It like, really be like a cool down for me. Cool down slash little burnout. Just yeah. get all you got left. Yeah, just just with that stairmaster and uh, row machine. That stairmaster, the truth. Man, it don't take long either. Mm-mm. I do ten minutes on there, and and it, I'd be like having to fight for my life to make it to ten. Like mm-hmm. I really be good at five, <laughs> and then it's just mental motivation from yeah. there. It's like okay, just get to six. Okay, get to seven. Yeah. Okay, get to eight. Okay, so you had eight. Start counting down. You got two minutes left. Okay, we one thirty. Uh-huh. One minute. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, at five, I'm man. I gotta like zone out on the stairmaster because after a while, I just like okay, my Bro, feet gonna keep going up. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just let my feet keep going man, up. Think about that stairmaster. You don't gotta go that fast. You gonna feel it. Like that's one of them things. You don't have to worry about it being too easy. You mm-hmm. gonna feel it. Whatever you do, because it's your body that you're yeah, moving. Like whatever so. you do, you are gonna feel it. No, I can't go no fast on no stairmaster. I avoid that at all costs. Oh, <laughs> you really mess around and hurt yourself trying to go fast on yeah. the stairmaster. Yeah, for know. sure. That's just something you can just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. What's been going on in your world, Paul? Man, um, this week has been pretty good for me. Uh, it was kind of a shorter week, you know, uh-huh. having today off, which was a godsend. Yes, sir. But, yeah, um, it's been pretty good for me. Uh, doing a lot of data analytics work this week at my uh, co-op right now. Okay. Just trying to find some things out, get some answers, mm-hmm. the root of engineering. But yeah. it's, it's been pretty fun, you know, just mm-hmm. this week, just having to kind of be over some new hires and me myself just being there for maybe four months going on now. So it's been pretty cool. That's what I asked him. I was like, what that feel like being over people that you older than? That's I mean, older, that's older, older than, than you. you. Well, it's, it's cool when you've been trained properly. I can say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 The, my mentor, he kind of just showed me the ropes and the people I really shadow on a day-to-day basis is like mm-hmm. the day shift operator. So they're in charge of like the whole shift and trying to make sure everything runs well. So mm-hmm. I've gleaned a lot of information from them, but it's pretty fun sometimes. Other times it's, I see why they're so tired, mm-hmm. such a fast paced work environment, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's been pretty cool. He, he, Paul finally showed me like what they build, where he worked. Which yeah. we won't say the name of, and yeah, <laughs> it blew my mind. It's literally a piece of a box. Yeah, the inside of like the inside piece of a box. Yes, yeah, the yeah. liner. Like so, it's the outside that you see, and then it's like the innermost part that you like put stuff in, mm-hmm. not the middle corrugated part. That's a whole different place that you have to go to and get. Well, stuff you yeah. open, it look like little triangles. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, not yeah. That, but the inside, of it. yeah, the uh-huh. inside, the liners of it, That's and that blew my to. mind. How like whole industry yeah off a piece uh-huh. of a box patented <laughs> off, really off of a tree that you see outside that could literally turn into a box mm-hmm. and, and it just show like it's like it, it's kind of for me because you know i just 
I go on the deep end with everything, but it just kind of <laughs> show you how like that little small piece is a summation of a whole, mm-hmm. but that little piece come with so much that you didn't even know about. It's a whole industry. This, yeah. Like literally a whole company yeah. focused on a piece of yeah. the whole. Yeah. Something and I, that is a metaphor for life, man. Like everybody got their little part and you lot. think it don't matter, but in the, the grand, scheme. grand scheme of things mm-hmm. really do mm-hmm. I, it blew my mind i was like this is a whole industry off this small little piece that don't even make up the whole thing and then you think about right. like mm-hmm. you say oh who use boxes but now you gotta think am like people that's how people get most things it's these like days they get it shipped room, right to their house <laughs> oh, yeah, with yeah, amazon yeah. and then when the pandemic yeah. hit it all yeah. went sky, skyrocketed yeah. now people yeah. don't even like going to stores they Amazon, because what they're gonna get it in a day or two, and yeah, it's just yeah. a little small piece. And then think about just shoot. I worked at you know another company out here mm-hmm. that we cannot name, and uh, we used to put our product in the boxes that we yeah. got from his company, you know what I mean? And that's just to hold it, like yeah. that's it. And that's the box, not even to mention the product and all the things yeah. that go into the product and the different, yeah, and like different businesses and companies that make a piece of that product, yeah. And it's just really incredible, man, when you just think about stuff like that, yeah. like how like it's just like we take stuff for granted so much or we just kind of grand scheme everything. It's like mm-hmm. once you get into like the details of, and inner workings of just anything, you realize like mm-hmm. how much had to come together. Yeah. 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 Just to make that, that's kind of what I was talking about. I was like, when you see like everything that went into that, yeah, because it's like you just used to seeing the end product, yeah, the box. you didn't see like, oh no, it started at this company, then we go to this company, and then this company do this, and this company do that, mm-hmm. and that's like all at one spot to get you to just get to that one point, like, and it's like, so mm-hmm. four different companies had to make that box, yeah, and it's the stuff you don't think about, and yeah, it's yeah. four different I, companies at one spot trying to make. The part of the box, like yeah, uh, and it's and crazy. That, yeah, that, yeah. It's, it's like I say, it's just incredible when you start thinking about life like mm. that, like because, like I said, you just because you normally don't look at stuff like that, uh-huh. like you know, like on the um, like I said, you just see the end product and you just look at stuff for what it is. And most people don't think, well, how is this box made? Or they think to themselves, oh, it's just one part company that just make boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, bro, like, like just different grades of like density with the box and like different weights that go into different boxes and they're even messing with the geometry of boxes to make them like more pyramid shaped for mm-hmm. like shipping special things so it's really a whole sustainable avenue of life that people can really go to and make like a lot of money doing so it's been yeah. interesting trying to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that and that's crazy man like I said when you just think about it from that perspective so I don't want the people to think that you just be a boxes fall <laughs> How did you how did you end up at a place like this? Well, um, I'm currently majoring in chemical engineering okay. at Lamar University. Hey. Yeah. Oh, education. Yeah, good yeah, education. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, Lamar actually has one of the top five engineering schools in the country. And that's like MIT's, Texas A&M's, all that stuff. So right. it's really interesting to see that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, in the industry nowadays, you kind of need that work and school balance and that work mm-hmm. experience. So mm-hmm. I had been previously before I've been a student athlete, so I wasn't really able to have opportunities like this, but right. I, when that chapter of my life closed, it was like, I uh-huh. need to find some work and, <laughs> and literally a week after I finished. But yeah, man, that, um, 
that kind of just go into what we always like to do with our guests, kind of talk mm-hmm. about their journeys and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, getting, we are, you know, you still very much going, I mean, everybody's still going through their journey, right? Right. But I guess you would be like, even on the earlier side of your journey since you're only 22. But shoot, man, I feel like you got a story. Even at 22, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've t- t- seen a lot, man. So, so, so tell the folk about your uh, journey from uh, high school to the point that you're at right now, man. Well, um, grew up in this house, Orange, Texas native. Yeah. 22-year rapper. But yeah, um, high school. <laughs> went over my head completely. <laughs> but high school was fun. Uh, somewhat kind of living in Ed's shadow in a respect because everybody was like, That's oh. weird. It wasn't that bad. Is it really that weird? Come on, man. Stop doing that. No, no, not. I'm talking about like, I didn't know I like. You know, you left the shadow? Nah, I definitely didn't, man. Uh, I just be living, man. You know, like when you be in in something, you don't really realize. You don't see how people looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, It's like from my eyes, it was just like, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But now I feel that though, because even when I look back on high school, like, so I get into high school coaches, like, oh, yeah, you know, your brother. You know, he did this, he did that. I'm like, you know, my brother won three state championships. So I don't know if I'm going to touch that. But then going through, like, uh, we had a really good football team and I actually ended up going to three and could have won three. So I was yeah, like, yeah. I was, and the, like, as the game was going on, I was like, wow, I really could, like, do this with Ed and, like, have three and, like, oh, look, we have the same thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, off the field things I did in high school really kind of opened my eyes to a lot. Um, I was able to take some uh, trips with my uncle. He had a nonprofit organization right. and uh, we were able to go to, like, to New York and I went uh-huh. to the stock exchange and was on the trading floor of the stock exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the Capitol building, actually rode from the, the state. Um, I forgot the name of it, but the state building, I don't know. Man, it's in, some, yeah, in, in New York, in DC, in DC. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know either. Yeah. It's one building. But yeah, we rode, sure. they had like an underground train and it goes from there to the Capitol. And I was like, just seeing all this stuff. I'm like, bro, this is like something that you see out of a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. National Treasure. But uh-huh. seeing stuff like that, meeting uh, the Centennial Seven, who were the first seven black admirals in, in the Navy. Mm-hmm. I met them in the Pentagon. For and, real? Yeah. And I went through the Pentagon. Um, Dang. I met some... I met some people. Like, Wait, where the Pentagon at? It's in D.C. Well, oh, okay. like Virginia, technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how that worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like I remember going in like an office and, you know, it was a man had a desk. I remember just seeing his windows was green. I'm like, why are your windows green? He was like, oh, they're blast proof. And they're like pretty much everything proof. Had a helipad out there. I was like. Connected just, to his office? Yeah, like you could go out from a door, go down and see it. It was, it was a lot. So seeing stuff like that in mm-hmm. high school. Those are things that when I got older, you know, being from a small town, I still got to have some experiences yeah. and things like that. Man, to be exposed, off. man. That, that opened yeah. your eyes. I it's really a world bigger out, you know, outside of where you grew up at. Yeah, yeah definitely. for sure. Because for sure. I, I took some tours in the Naval Academy, and at one point I thought I was going to end up going to the Naval Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was, I got to see a lot in high school. Um, I got to be involved in some things. I think one accomplishment I tell people, they always like, did that? Like, you got that? It's like, I have my own day in the city of Orange. Me and some other guys, we, mm-hmm. you know, we did like a mock stock exchange game. And we like placed like in the top 100 of like a couple thousand schools in the country. Yeah, so yeah. That was like a big thing. And we had to go to City Hall and introduce it. And they're like, oh, yeah. So here's a day. And you guys have it. I was like, what day is your day? May 9th. P. I, I didn't even know my day. May 9th. P. I, I got a day. I don't know our day. And that's the thing. Like, knowing Ed, you would never 
he would never talk about that. Like, I, I do got a day. I don't know what day. That that is. type of stuff, Ed just don't even. Yeah. Don't I need to look into that to one of these days. Yeah, I do got a day. We definitely got a day. Y'all got a day. For I remember sure. going. We had to go do that too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember it was on. Yeah, and it felt good because we did that for football when we won a couple state championships. But to do it for something academic that mm-hmm. I had never knew existed until a couple weeks before, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That always yeah. feel a little different, man. Yeah, and they've had even younger uh, generations than me uh, participate in the same thing, and they got like a top 20 ranking. At from Orange? Yeah, from Orange, and they like, oh, okay. they got their own day as well, and I was there, and I was like, they're like, oh yeah, you you guys originated. I was like, look, they did way more harder work. We invested in mm-hmm. companies that we just wore their clothes. They yeah. did like some hard work. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's cool to see how like on the macro level, you look back at like the type of role model that you are for like younger generations. Cause yeah, I know kids would be like, Oh yeah, y'all won state championships. We want to do that. But then it's have kids like, yeah, you guys got your own day for participating in this game. Like, yeah, we want to yeah. do it too. Yeah. 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 That's something I really value. But yeah, after high school, um, I pursued a education and tried to continue my athletic career at Davidson college, Davidson, North Carolina. Yeah. TCC. Well, Steph Curry went yeah. and played. <laughs> yeah. We always got to say that. Cause yeah. we were like, because Davidson, everybody that Davidson? just, everybody like, well, Steph Curry played anyway. Oh, yeah. okay. But everybody yeah. that just heard it was like, man, where do I know Davidson from? That's it's where you know Steph it from. Curry, like, yeah. Steph Curry yeah. Literally the exit for the, to go to the school is exit 30. I was like, that's the most ironic thing ever. They didn't do that because, oh, that's like, oh, but it's just like, it's exit 30. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it was cool. Like, when I went up there, it was because it's north of Charlotte. So flew into Charlotte and I'm looking around like, man, I've never been this far. I mean, I've been east like to New York, but being in like Charlotte, it was cool. You know, going to Davidson, it's a it's a liberal art school and it's kind of private. And the people that go there kind of come from, you know, more elevated financial background, socioeconomically. So it's like going there with a lot of people that were doing really well in life, it was an adjustment. It blew like, your mind, huh? Bro, it, <laughs> it, blew, it really did. That's, that's how I was when I went to, like, yeah. when I went to school. I was like, yeah, yeah. dang, people got really, got parents that's like doctors and lawyers. Bro, I thought that was some TV stuff. Yeah, yeah, Everybody just, ain't broke. That's the one thing yeah, I learned. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's just a generational bread. Like, they parents and they parents had money. And, like, I went to school with, like, an important person in sports who's a commissioner of a league. His, uh, niece, his niece went to the school. And I was like, like, you're not even supposed to see people like this. Like, yeah, what yeah. Is this? What but, is this? Yeah. But yeah, playing football up there. And I was trying to, I went up there initially to play football and major in physics because they didn't have engineering. And I right. wanted to do engineering. And physics is a crucial part. And they had a program to where you could do your physics degree there, then transfer and do two years and get a specialization in, specialization in any mm-hmm. engineering field you wanted. So I was like, oh, I'm going to just do this. But mm-hmm. I got up there and. I should have known that they weren't going to play academically, bro. Like, yeah. the SAT score requirement, like, I got in, like, barely. Yeah. And it was, was scored on your SAT? I had an 1110. Uh, on, on two parts? It was, yeah, it's two parts. Yeah, if you was, got an 1110. Yeah. But they did change the scale, though. Ah, dang. Yeah. We yeah, 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 they did. When did they do that? I it was at the odd time for sure. 14. Yeah, it was at the odd time. Oh, my God. We was all uh, good. It, it's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But NCAA, we really aging, man. Yeah, we are. Dang. Gracefully, though. Gracefully, of course. Oh, uh, thank you, yeah, brother. I lean into the curve. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. But they had a sliding scale for athletics, so I had a 4.0 GPA, so that meant my SAT score didn't have to be that high. But yeah, 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 yeah. I was mainly getting recruited by like schools like that and Ivy League schools like Yale. They were like, oh, yeah, we may need you to retake your SAT. I was like, like an eleven ten and like four point but mm-hmm. but yeah, Davidson was. I say that was the most formative year of my life because I was on my own, you know, not at home in a completely different state. That's such a great year. 
Mm-hmm. That first one by yourself. That's such a great year. You learn a lot. You don't have no choice. Yeah, you got no yeah. choice, bro. You have to, you know, get it out the whatever you got it out of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was great though. I got to meet a lot of a lot of good people. I'm still friends with with teammates with. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was tough for me academically though. No lie, like that GPA I had my first semester of college, I was like, ain't no way. I, I and then was, the thing is, Paul, it wasn't like he had the regular one where you just get caught up in the life and be partying and he mm-hmm. barely go to class. Nah, yeah. he was locked in trying. Bruh, I I get out of practice at like seven p.m. Instantly go study from seven to nine because I had a tutor come in from nine to ten. Then I stayed till like eleven. Morning workouts back door at like. Six and like that was life, and I was trying hard. I was like, you know, I'm a man of faith, so I was like, you know, God, I'm trying hard. I'm I'm praying. I believe you're gonna do it for me. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. A, but I'm a swing the axe till my hands bleed. You let's know? go, let's and, go. But mm-hmm. it, the tree was hitting back, bro. It was, it was hitting back hard, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just sitting back. That's I'm like, okay, I'm tree. doing. I'm like, I'm doing everything right, but you know, it was just, just had to go through. I wasn't playing like I played in the first two games and. Coming into college, like athletically, I was really good. Like getting to the quarterback, and like I could do that. I was doing it good in practice. I'm like the coach, was like, yeah, you're you're really natural like this, you know. But I didn't see the field, and I was like, eh, okay, yeah. I just had to just chalk it up to the game. I knew I had to get you know bigger, stronger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that first semester was tough for me. It took a it took my lumps, but mm-hmm. second semester, you know, I kind of came home, talked with my people. I was like, hey, I'm trying my hardest at the school, and I'm not really doing that well. Is there any way like that I could? probably move and my people I didn't expect them to be like yeah I swear I'm like nah you just try to stay in they were like no you, you want to go you can go yeah yeah for yeah. sure man for I, sure. I didn't get that response but it was different for us though like, yeah you would try yeah Davidson <laughs> yeah. the thing about Davidson it was in a non-scholarship football conference so it was just I was there off aid and then like um, it wasn't just no cheap school to go to yeah so, so it really didn't have no perk of being and I didn't have what you wanted to major in yeah, yeah so it was like I had to change my whole focus after my freshman year of like after the first semester I was like if I'm gonna stay I'm gonna have to do something I know I can like mm-hmm. pass and the, the school was so well connected and just like a degree there was literally like you get a degree from Davidson, you can instantly go make a lot of money at a lot of different places. Right. So I just knew I just had to get a degree, but my people were like, you know what? If if it's this tough for you and you're not liking it and all these other contributing factors, let's just see what you can do. So they told me that, and it was just like, it's like a like oh, a, yeah. a whole like a lot of weight lifting oh, yeah, off me for sure. And you know, I was trying to, I was really feeling it out in my head. I was like, you know, if I do good this semester, you know, I can turn things around, and maybe I'll stay, but. You know, I just just let that semester. I kind of let it just ride out. You know, I did pretty good. Um, football wise, I was doing better, but I had like a freak injury. Like my thumb, it was like the first day of spring ball. I was, was turned up. I was excited. I was <laughs> yeah. pumped, and I I tore a ligament in my thumb. I was on this thumb. I tore a ligament, and literally, I couldn't straighten out my thumb. Like I couldn't hold it up. Yeah. So I'm trying to do spring hey, ball. Same thing happened to me. Yeah. Different reasons, but yeah, completely. <laughs> but <laughs> this and, guy, <laughs> but I'm trying to do that and play like defensive end, defensive tackle. Oh yeah, you just, need that, and just getting bulldozed. Mm-hmm. You got surgery? I didn't need surgery. They put me in a splint. In the uh, splint, like I had to wear a big splint that went over my hand. I had to get a double tape down. A big glove. I had to. You cut. had a club, bro. It was. I, 
I'm not a club guy. Okay, I'm about to say that, <laughs> I that club I was the truth. I would have been getting done. You know the most amazing thing I say. Trey Franks played a game at receiver with. It wasn't a club, but it was a cast, and he was still was like catching passes. Yeah, it was pretty much a club. And he was still catching passes. Was it was dead. amazing. I was yeah. dead. So then after that semester, you know, I got my GPA up good enough to transfer and. End up coming to Lamar, you know, playing ball out there. Back I, in the four oh nine. Yeah, that was a, something I kind of <laughs> didn't. When I left, I felt like, man, I wish I could have did that, you know, to play for not the hometown, but, you know, the home area, you know, mm-hmm. just to rep the 409. And I had a friend already there that was playing. They were doing really good. I was like, he was like, hey, bro, just come, bro. Just come. Just come play. I was like, I don't know. I'm going to try to feel it out, see yeah. what other schools I can get out the portal. But yeah, I was like, you know, I'm just go to Lamar. And it turned out going pretty good that I had the city year. Um due to the transfer rule. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really tripping about that, but mm-hmm. as that season was over with, that was coming into 2020 and then um, COVID. So yeah. Yeah. The next year it was kind of tough. We took spring ball and did that in the fall. Then we played a six game season in the spring. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my degree started picking up to the points where it was like, I was telling you earlier, I was coming to practice with ice on my leg and a STEM machine. Yeah. Walking into a practice, like walking into a class after a practice. And it was uh-huh. just, it was a vital class. And I was like, man, it's a lot going on. So I just prayed about it and it was just time to move around. But the day after I sold the coaches, I'm not playing anymore. I got an interview to be at my current co-op. So it's it crazy how things man. work, man. Explain to people what a co-op is. Cause I never heard of it till you got one. Yeah. So you have, uh, for students that are in school, you have internships, which are usually a one semester term. You mainly do internships in the summer, but you can also do them like in the fall and spring. But mostly internships are done in the summer. And, you you know, it's the job where you basically do the job. You kind of shadow, you do smaller tasks, but a co-op is a cooperative learning opportunity. So most of the times people do co-ops in like the fall or the spring. In my case, I'm doing one from. I started in January and I'll be done in August. So uh-huh. I'll have seven months logged into my co-op, but uh-huh. most of the time people do co-ops and they also take classes and things like that. So that's why the cooperative. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you get the experience in the classroom. Then you also get in the field and yeah, I, it was, it's been pretty fun. You is, know, as co-ops, is that tra- traditionally just like an engineer? Yeah. Okay. I, I say so. I must say, cause I never heard of that. Like in any other like field. Yeah. I co-op. Think, yeah. Okay, I I I've heard of the concept, like getting. The, yeah. I heard of the concept. I didn't know that co-op was the term, but yeah, it, I know some people that have like doing engineering and they've had multiple co-ops. I'm like, man, you were a different animal. Is the intention to do it just for seven months and then you're good, or is there a time limit for you? To- I mean, mine is technically a co-op for the spring, and then it's just carrying on to a summer for an uh, internship. So, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, most co-ops are just usually like for a fall term or a spring term. Yeah, mine yeah. is like super co-op. It's seven months, so I'm doing fall plus the summer. I mean, spring plus the summer. So it's been it's been pretty fun. And it's kind of cool that you're doing your co-op in like your hometown. Like, yeah, especially you kind of know that industry. Well, not oh, know it, but you know, you know, you know people that's that, that that's been there. Yeah, and we're we're blessed in this area to have so many opportunities like refineries. So many industries, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And things like that to where you can work at, especially as an engineer. I'm about to say as an engineer, this is the place yeah, to be. Man, this is the hotbed. Like, yeah. That's a part of the reason why Lamar is such a like a great school because we have so many people that have graduated and Angles. those alums can just come back and just give you opportunities. They're hiring quickly. The pipeline is just yeah, pumping. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my current co op is fun. I'm I'm working in some way that I in a industry I didn't really know was as booming as it is just because like Ed alluded to like 
people order from Amazon every day. Well, that got to come from somewhere. And yeah. So it's it, needed. Yeah, it's needed. It's definitely needed. And it's one thing why people love it so much is sustainable. Like mm-hmm. you will always need it. It's not as volatile as oil and gas based refineries because it's like that can fluctuate with the market. You always going to need a box. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You all gonna need a yeah. box. <laughs> so it's real. It's real stable, and a lot of people that work there they they enjoy it. But yeah, I think one of the things that's helped me out throughout my journey in life is just really having like a great like role model in each point because it's like right. whenever I was like going through high school, my senior year it was Hurricane Harvey, and that happened in the fall in 2017, and Ed mm. came back home. So. I think getting being able to see Ed growing up and like see y'all as well, like yeah. y'all whole friend group. Just when I was growing up, I'm looking at them like, man, like I want to, I want to be like them when I'm in high school. You know, what I'm saying like have a have a group always. You know, yeah, move like together. And then like in y'all respective fields, like yeah. y'all was killing it in the classroom. Then on the field, you know, Friday nights you see Jew out there, and then you yeah. track meets you see Ed, and, mm-hmm. and it's like y'all handle y'all business, and that translated to college as well. So it's like yeah. having that to look up to is like. That's some of the things that I really attribute like a lot of success to in my early life. Yeah. Know, besides just being blessed, I really feel as though, and even in the household, like coming from a family of like three division one athletes, I was kind of like that it's work just, ethic. Yeah. It's a stiff house. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like walk, walking up in here. Well, and the thing was, they did tracks. So I was like, man, I'm a I'm a heavier dude, so I'm not about to do no track. Yeah, but I yeah, was like, I got a ball at something. But yeah, and, and it was just like I just realized, like, man, like they really. All did division one athletics. Like I'm trying to at least like touch that and see what it was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my work ethic was like I didn't really have to have that real outside motivation. I could just look at my household. It was and, already there. And just mm-hmm. be like, all right, like I asked Ed, like, hey, you got some workouts for me to get faster? Yeah, just do this. All right, thank you. So that's my mom. Like, hey, you got something to do faster? Yeah, we can go out there right now. <laughs> I did. We can go out there right see this. I like that response. We go out there right now. Yeah. So it's just things like that. I really feel as though those are the things. Even like when I was at Davidson, you know, at Lamar, even now when I work, it's like mm-hmm. being able to find that role model. You know, even people wouldn't, they wouldn't consider themselves to be a role model. But for you, they're that person that you can look to. Like, okay, I see what he's doing. I know I can't do that, but hmm. let me try this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really feel as though that's what pays a lot of dividends to a lot of people. And, as I get older, you know, being involved with a lot of things I'm involved in at school, mm-hmm. that's kind of like my main motivation now is like, I know there's going to be people watching me. So mm-hmm. if I've seen people do this, why don't I just try to go above and beyond and just try? Like, if, even if I don't succeed, the person coming behind me, they'll do it and it'll be like, oh, he just did this. Oh, I know I can do this a little bit more than that. And, right. and I'm never going to be the person to be like, oh, no. Man, they got me. They did more than me. Yeah. Hey, go ahead, man. Work, yeah, for sure. For work sure. your duty, baby. For sure, for sure. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. Just hearing your story, right? I'm gonna ask you this question because you know we all from orange, right? So we all had that aspiration. Well, most of us, maybe not it. We all had the aspiration to like you know ball on a collegiate level, like a football level. You know, that's the main, the predominant sport out here, right? Was it an internal struggle that you experienced with, like, okay, here's something that, like, dang, I kind of really want it, and deciding to close that chapter? Because it sounds like you closed it, not, you know, it ain't like mm-hmm. they kicked you out of football and nothing like that. You decided, like, nah, football got to end for me. What was that, like, 
And not even just football specifically, but just like a dream, like when you got to close a dream out like that. Like, how was that for you? Well, I always I'm thought, interested to hear. Sorry. Yeah. I always thought of football as just like a means to get something. Like, yeah, for even, sure. Yeah, for sure. For even sure. for people like I see in the NFL, I'm like, football is just a means for them to just to provide a family, yeah. provide for their family and to like mm-hmm. spring a business off of that. So for me, football was like, Football took me to some places I never thought I'd be. Like somebody mm-hmm. would told me you'd be in Davidson, North Carolina, see Steph Curry one night, doing all the other things that you do what? from this. Like yeah. I would have been like, man, you you wilding. But yeah. it was just it was it's a means to an end. You know, football got me into some places, especially in Lamar. It got me into some things to where I was able to meet people and mm-hmm. network. Yes, sir. And that yielded me being in other yeah. opportunities. So it it was something when I told the coach, they were like. Sure, like, but they understood though. Like, yeah, they knew that I was just more than putting on some shoulder pads trying to hit somebody. It was, they knew it was like, okay, he really thinks well. You know, I love that for you. Yeah, he's yeah. So it wasn't, it was tough, but even now, like, I'm still involved with the athletic department at Lamar University. Yeah. So it's to the point to where it's like, I'm not playing, but like football season, I'm on the sideline of the games. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm seeing things. I'm like, hey, watch this. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and this to the point where my coaches like they had they coached me as well, so they know like my IQ with football is just like yeah. on the charge. You know, they when I said I wanted to stop playing, they were like, oh, you want to be a GA? I was like, no, 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 about that. They understood that I took school very serious, and that like, yeah, that my beat of the drum was going off of me doing well in school because mm-hmm. I'd be doing homework before me. And they're like, man, you doing stuff on the computer. I'm like, yeah, this is what this is. This is. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. That remind me like, even like coming out of high school, you know, I, you know, we all had classes where a lot of people went places. You know, I had, I had a class that had a lot of people going places. And I remember I had, I, I ironically wore my UNT shirt on signing day on accident. Uh, okay. it, it was an accident for real, for real. It was on accident. I wore my UNT shirt on, on accident, and everybody thought like I was signing to UNT. Like, oh, dude, you gonna play football out there? That's what's up. That's what's up. And I was just like, nah, I'm not. You know what I mean? And I remember like I had a couple. You know, this ain't my time to do this, but like I had a couple schools that was like sending me letters, and I remember having that little academic scholarship with UNT. So like. I kind of had that realization a little bit early. You know what I mean? I didn't have to go play for a little bit. I was just like, you know what? Just like you said, like, I'm more than shoulder pads in the hand. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm more than just running into another dude. You know what I'm saying? And me being a little bit more realistic, like, I'll probably just be a kickoff dude anyway. Like, I'm not about to do that for four years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, that real, that real, that realism that you have with yourself at a young age was something that like, I really respect about you. Cause I mean, when Ed told me, I said, dang, you know, cause it's easy to like talk to Ed. How far do he still balling? You know, cause that's just an easy question to ask. Mm-hmm. And when he was like, nah, I think Paul about to let it go. I was like, I remember I was like, man, I said, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, I was like, that's all right, man. Paul, Paul, Paul bigger than that. So, so it, it was, it's nice to hear that. It was nice. So. Yeah, because I, I remember kind of talking to you too about it, and I was like, kind of just taking it from like a realistic approach. I was like, well, I was like, you can spend your time trying to get playing time, and yeah, that's not even like you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. different when you like making the impact. You say, well, I might have a you know mm-hmm. shot, yeah, or if it's like you just trying to like just fight just to even get playing time, yeah. or you got like yeah, yeah, a promising career, and you like. Yeah, got opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And I told them, I was like, man, I was like, shoot, I was like, what, what do you, you know, 
you gotta just look at you know mm-hmm. what both paths can be and like mm-hmm. shoot if yeah if that's more advantageous you know doing academic stuff and i was yeah. like man you it ain't like you like yeah doing like one of those majors where it can go right or maybe it don't. I was like, bro, engineering. engineering you gonna land? You know? Yeah, you gonna land? Yeah, for sure. For I was sure. like, man, say that's shoot, that's promising enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was a, a thing I look back on. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't have no regrets. Like I in the six games that we had during the spring because of COVID, I got to play. You know, played against some competition. And I'm playing. I'm trying my hardest, and I'm like, man, this is not what I thought this was gonna be. Like, because like it took so long for me just to play a little more. I'm like, man. Just want to get on the field, having to wait from COVID, you know, mm-hmm. just transfer a year. I'm like, I know I could play. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the issue. But oh was, yeah, I didn't think about that. But then it was just like when I got to play and we were playing. I'm like, man, nah. Like I've I've scratched it off my list. I put on the jersey. I saw my people in the stands. Mm-hmm. You know, I got on the, got on the, got on the field, played like you know, mm-hmm. consistently. So I was like, yeah, you know, I've done it. I have the stories. Let me just move on by my life and actually try to do this because. The chemical engineering degree, that's something I look at like the mountain. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for so, sure. For sure. Because I don't know a lot of people that have those degrees. So just a lot going, of people say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to school for chemical engineering. A lot of people say I've heard a lot of people say it. Yeah. I ain't seen too many people complete it. Yeah. And I know me completing it is just going to make it that more realistic for a lot more people. Heck and yeah. that's the thing. Like, Heck yeah. I know I can do it and I'm going to do it. So it's just like. I want somebody else to be like, Man, I can do that too. If Paul did it, because I promise you, like, you may think, but it's not like. For sure. I, uh, I ain't sure. him. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, no, that's a that's a great story. And, and like, I know I don't say it, but I say it a lot to them. But like, we definitely, I definitely attribute a lot, a lot of my success to, a success to like guys like Ed and, my Corey and, you know, Bull, even Buddha, you know what I mean? All of them. Because, like, it seemed like every, for a time there, for, like, four years straight, it was somebody, like, maybe it was like, okay, who graduates are we going to this year? Like, mm-hmm. and when you see that, it only makes you want to be like, okay, well, I'm next, you know what I'm saying? Or I got to finish it. Ed did it, like, you know, and Ed was like, I think you was the first one to graduate out of all this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ed, was, Ed was first, so we was like, well, Ed did it, like, I was like, I can't stop now because, you know what I mean? And that kind of thing just like, I don't know, it, it just pulls pulls your people up. Because mm-hmm. I did it. Because at that time, my core was still going through what he was going through. Then he came, came to UNT. Then mm-hmm. he graduated. Then Bull. Then Lee. And then, you know, and, and I don't know, just keeping that good company around you like that. For me, I attribute a lot of my success to that because I want to be able to come back and say, and invite y'all to my graduation mm-hmm. just like, Everybody be the his and so on and so on. So I think a lot of my uh a lot of my success is is stems from that. Kinda like what you said, just seeing people around you. Like yeah. I think that's a great story. And that's the thing about it. Like you seeing somebody do it, like that's exposing yourself to a lot more. You expose exposing yourself to all those college graduations. That's putting it more realistic to you. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah you seeing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's hard to say you're gonna go hunt a whale and you ain't never seen one before. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't even been on the boat. Mm-hmm. Ain't even get out the lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, so I, I, I kind of just wanted to, you know, dig into that a little bit more. Just your upbringing. How was it being Ed's little brother? Man. It's I, just me asking you. No, nah, it, 
was it was really cool. Like I don't because I seen it. Yeah, I don't blame. The thing is, I don't blame him for nothing he did because I'm looking back at myself like, nah, man. Ah. It was a lot of bad. Hey, everybody, I used to tell him. I said, I said, Paul gonna get on, gonna get on you one day. Nah. I said he gonna get on you one day. But he wasn't. He wasn't wrong. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> like I, like yeah. me looking back at what I was doing, I was like, eh, okay, because I know just. The similarities between me and Ed, people like people like, oh man, what's good, Ed? I mean, in the store, I've been, yeah. I just, yeah, just wave at him. And well, stuff. You know, that's why I asked you because there's a lot of people that didn't even know Ed had a little brother. Yeah, and like people meet us, and they're like, oh, y'all personalities are so different. Like, but like, I feel like being Ed are like two sides of the same coin. Like, yeah, like he's the more like you know, I'm more lively than Ed, but to other people, I'm not lively at all. Like, I, I could totally get that. I could totally understand you saying huh. that. I could totally understand you saying that. Dang, that make more sense. Yeah. Because, you know, I was thinking about it. Because I got both of y'all Miles Briggs test. And yours was like the introverted one. And yours was the extroverted one. I was just like, you know, on the surface, Ed is more extroverted. Maybe what people were seeing. But it's really you. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. But once you get to know Ed, you'll be like, wow, he's a real lively person. But when you get to know me, I want to be in the house. I don't want to be. Nobody. See that's the deception. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the deception. That's the deception, right I there. Because I have, I actually suffer from social anxiety. So like being out, really, like, yeah. I, one of them things you learn in college. Oh no, no, that's interesting. Yeah, I knew it because like I went to school with my friends and like they'd be like, "Oh, you come pull up." I'd be like, nah, "I can't, I can't. I got something to do." But I just, I just got to the point. I was like, "Look, bro, I can't hang around people." You just didn't like crowds. Yeah, especially playing football. That's like ninety eight people. I'm around pretty much every single day like oh, okay okay just like i feel like i didn't have that alone time like they just yeah like, like what you on today paul like i'm just as soon as i'm up i'm hitting i'm hitting the ground running so yeah yeah yeah, yeah like i prefer just like you know kind of being alone but like if i'm out hey you I'm out like, yeah yeah you out you out yeah I i'd rather be in the house yeah yeah just like quarantine <sighs> Man. You loved it, huh? Man, that was so amazing, bro. <laughs> I just had, because it was the first time, like, because we were going into spring ball, so I had time just to, like, relax, you mm-hmm. know, just get my mind right and mm-hmm. just just chill. I just loved that so much. I didn't have to go outside. I could mm-hmm. just stay in my little bubble, you know, still go, like, work out and stuff, but just just really be, you know, mm-hmm. secluded. I love that so much, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I imagine myself, like, living, like, kind of ducked off, like, not full Kanye Wyoming, but, like, like on the little mountain. You're going to have some room around yeah, you. I need space, yeah, yeah, you need Even like space. houses wise, like suburbs are cool, but bro, I need like a two acres at least. I don't even like cutting grass, but I'll, I will cut that grass. I want it, but I don't want to be that far from civilization. Yeah, it's a, it's a give and take. I know, yeah. I know. I, mean, I need like a little in between. Yeah. Like I need to be like I, about, like, but then 35 minutes of the city. Yeah. Like, but I, I, I don't mind being out because I, like, I'm like, Paul, I need some space. Yeah. I can't. I can't Pay yeah, all I can. that money and have my neighbor be yeah, right literally there. right there. Like, if I, I can't throw space. a loud party, it's not the house for me. I want parking space. Yeah, I need to. Come on, just I need that. to be able to have space to do my country stuff. I want to ride four wheelers, have my little garden. I want to wake up like I want to shoot a gun. <laughs> I want to wake up a horse. Yeah, I need a. Yeah, I just need my space to do my little country stuff. I, I want to wake up six have in my the morning. Dog pen somewhere. Yeah, far to the back. and that's funny though. I got your little pond in there. You got to fill the pond. I went to college and he said country like I did. I that's one thing in the area I didn't realize how strong of an accent I had until like I was in bro. The first week they was like, "Oh, introduce yourself." I said, oh, "I'm Paul Ivory from Orange, Texas." You would have thought I was 
country bumpkin. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, Paul Laver from Orange Tail. Like, bro, I, I sound like that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either till I, till I lived. Till I lived. Yeah. So Ed was a good big brother. Yeah, man, he was. It was a great role model, good big brother. You know, I wasn't just the easiest little brother to deal with. Cause I was, <laughs> no, that was that was a lot to do with me too. Yeah, give and take. Oh no! Well, we here now. We here. This this is what this is for. This is a transferable experience podcast. Uh, but his, I mean, going through. I can. Just, I can't even imagine going through your formative years like that, and you got me to deal with this. I'm a smart person, but like <laughs> I wasn't at the point to where I would use a lot of common sense and other people's stuff. It's like I had to burn myself. And I was like, OK, then I know how I burn myself and why. And I can, yeah. I can dissect the 20 ways to Sunday. But, yeah. yeah. Oh boy, Paul was a talker, man. Oh, my goodness. He just he always would go. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. He just talk so much. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. That was the main thing about Paul when we was kids growing I like, bro, like at what point do you just get tired of talking? <laughs> It was just never end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But but we, I don't know, man. We, we had a pretty cool little childhood. Yeah, man. we. Was, I mean, we seven years apart, so we not like that close. So That's we a was good always year. A it's, a, it's a good gap. Yeah, we was always at definitely different points of our lives. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I think honestly, because you know we would you know brothers gonna always get into their little yeah. fights or whatever. Yeah. But I think by the time Paul got to middle school, though, I think that's when we went from being like. Brothers to more so like friends. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want them ales, bro. He went to college and got buff and was sprinting. So I was like, Nah, I don't, yeah. want, I don't want that smoke. He's alright because that's when we we got friends. He chilled out a little. You know, in middle school, that's when you start to change person. You know, you kind of like come that's, to your own a little bit. That's about the time. What? What? I what? That's about the time we started hanging out, right? Well, you was in elementary when we Yeah, started? I was in elementary. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. But even that, like, y'all was seven years older. So oh, I, yeah, that's true. I always wanted to hang around y'all. So I was like, man, I got to shut up. I got to just, <laughs> just play the scene back. Oh, yeah, know, I remember that. I was because I was because before we started going to Jew House always, we'd, we'd hang be, out here all the time. We'd be up in here, yeah, yeah. So you had to be around, I, I would think. Yeah, yeah I you, was, Paul I, was around. I'd always try to be around and stuff. It's just like, I just knew I was like, man. But that, that seven-year age gap really made me, like, Grow up quicker because it was like I, a lot of people say, "Oh, you handle yourself well." Like you older, I'm like, bro, like I, yeah, hey, you, yeah, you was kicking it with us, man. And yeah, you knew so. if you if you if you got out of line, you was gone. <laughs> yeah, it was. You got excused. <laughs> I have seen Paul get excused <laughs> on multiple say, you, can, you can be here as long as you can be here. <laughs> But as soon as it, he started, it really all depended. It all depended on you. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. As soon as he started, Paul Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that used to be some of the funniest times. But yeah. but but now, like, okay, so I have a sister, right? That's probably you know Carla. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, she was kind of like not like wanting to be around us, but she always just had like snarky things to say. You know what I'm saying? Like after y'all would leave and stuff like that. Like, cause you just didn't understand, you know what I mean? We was at two different points, but then like, like you said, Ed, like both of y'all said, but after you get to that, like adult age, so she's like 24 now mm-hmm. or whatever. Now we just both like young adults, like trying to make it. She's yeah. kind of like, she crossed mm-hmm. the veil. Like mm-hmm. that veil was raised. It's like, yeah, you see it's just us out here. Like we just, yep. you know, I ain't trying to be better than you. I'm just trying to have a good time because I had a hard week. You know what I mean? That's all yeah, that was. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I I love to see siblings that get to enjoy that because it was like me. That was me with Justin. You know, cause, you know, he was older than me, and that's why I like to ask that just because it was interesting and 
I mean, I saw a lot of it, so it was funny to me. Yeah, I must say, you got to <laughs> kind of witness us go through our evolution. Because mm-hmm. I know, I'm not going to lie, at one point, I was like, yeah, Paul going to want to get back at some point. That was the only thing that was I've keeping me motivated on that in day. the gym. I, I was waiting on that day. I got to tell Ed, Paul, when it was just, I was like, I say, Paul, one of these days, he going to rise up, and he going to come. He going to get you, bro. He going to hey, get uh, you. I thought that was going to come at some point. We good uh, now. I think all the tension's out the way, Well. At least on my side, I'm, I'm cool. My conscience is clear. Yeah. He was right. Like I just don't. I can't sit here and like. Oh, it was. I mean, he was just doing what he was doing, man. It was like, a handful. No, nah, he was I dealing was. with me, bro. Like I don't. I, I no, I'm telling you as. Can you see how? I'm telling you as a dude that was with him <laughs> doing that time. He was a handful. Nah, he was wilding. But <laughs> I'm not gonna say he was wrong. <laughs> nah, he was wrong. Nah, I was, I was out of line. Did you, <laughs> did you tell how? I mean. Looking at it from your perspective, can you tell how I've changed over the years or why do I still seem like kind of the same as I was in high school? I can equate this to you feel like Batman after he's seen some things. Like you, you still mm. have a good time, but eh, you are what you are and mm. it's probably not going to change. And I I enjoy it. You mm. the, the person like Ed is my like solid voice of reason. So like just, yeah, I can see the change. Definitely. Yeah. You hit your you hit your peak of this is your character. You can learn new traits, but you still gonna. Yeah. I feel like I'm calmer now. Yeah, you used to be a little turnt, but I mean, I don't blame you. I was just talking about patience wise. You know, I, my patience yeah. level used to be negative. Yeah, with hair. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was a menace. Mm-mm. That boy ain't play. <laughs> that boy ain't play. Yeah, a lot of people watching that. This dude used to have hair when he had hair. He was a problem. What did you? Looking back at that and my hair and my, what did you think I was going through in life when I had that wild fro that was just? Why didn't you want to cut that? Oh, man. Uh, to quote Twenty One Savage, a lot. <laughs> That's just, but I mean, it was at a time where you was when you stopped getting lined up. I was like, ah. See, Ed liked to say, why y'all ain't tell me I look like that? And I say, Ed, we was telling you that yeah, you every, look like that. Everybody, everybody was. was telling you that, but you was just so on your square that, like, you were just That's not. Because looking back on it, I was like, bro, I look insane. Like, <laughs> what was dying on that? Yeah, boy. I didn't, I didn't look like, I thought it looked kind of cool. I know, I looked. Insane. Yeah, no, 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 bro. Because I, I, I kid you not, the only person that would just be straightforward with me, my angel, my mother, she'd be the only <laughs> one that would tell me with straight disgust, what are you doing? Like, you need to braid that or do something with it. You know, that's mama's favorite thing to say. Yeah, she don't like just, it. she don't just like long hair. Yeah. You got to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. She said, I don't care what you do, just do something with it. And I was there and like, I know if I would have said something, it just would have been bad. Like I just nobody said nothing. No, that's he what is I said. Lying. I felt like nobody said anything because of the lying. person I was back then, he and they li- didn't want what I would have he, to say back. He is lying. I, I can't remember no time none of my friends said anything about my hair ever. What? I, remember, I would I remember get an edge a year. Yeah, you would a get a year. Yeah, yeah, you would get an edge a year. You would get an edge a year. Nobody said, bro. I don't think the women you gotta do like the girls, bro. They like kind of like you to no. Y'all, what did you that, say, you? Tell me what you think was, you said. I said, Ed, what? I said, bro, you look a little crazy, bro. I said, bro, you, but you don't want you don't want to do nothing. And he was like, no, I don't, I only get my one edge a year. That's all I need. Ed why I need to why I need to cut my hair for them? That's how you used to, bro. That's how you used to talk her. Yeah. yeah, for them, I ain't about to make them make me get a haircut. That's you. 
Circa 2010. That sounds like something I was. Yeah. I might say that was the last time I got a, a regular hat. <laughs> Not, my senior year, part? though, I did get trims. My senior yeah. year, I got yeah. the trims. Then yeah. I stopped getting trims. Yeah, we went to college. It, was it just do whatever. Oh, I would well, just, college, college, I understand. I'm talking about like high school. College, I got. No, I was getting the trims in high school. No, nah, college is when it was just going crazy. I mean, yeah, in high school, I, I get it because I used yeah, to get it trimmed. I would get it, was literally just get it trimmed. Yeah. And it just looked, but nah, that's college when I. When you, Cause, cause my last haircut. When you woofed it, woofed yeah. it. Yeah, when yeah, I was literally just getting edges. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But now I remember you having a pick and he was picking his hair, but he wasn't really going through it. And he told me one time, he said, Why you ain't picking your hair out? And he's did. I was like, My dad was like, You ain't picking your hair out either. And I was like, yeah, I just yeah. I ain't I want no know. smoke. I was. Just, I think I. But I to, know, if we look deeper into it, I think that hair was like symbolic of where I was in life. Yeah, it was. Like it was just I didn't know where I was going. I was going through like a lot of mental health stuff and like yeah, just yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to find my way and was lost. And I think <laughs> who you telling? I think that's what that hair symbolized. It was all mm-hmm. over the place. Just like how I, only thing I would do is literally I would shampoo it and that's it. I wouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, I get no an edge. I get an edge, and I wasn't even using good shampoo back then. I was using <laughs> Man and tail. No, I wasn't even using that. I was using that dang swab. Wow. Crap. Yeah. Oh my god. Both that VO five. That's why I'm at where I'm Two at now. One. But yeah, man, I don't know. I think that hair was symbolic of what my life was at that yeah. point. Yeah. No. So, I, don't, I don't blame you with that, man. Well, it was, you, you know. so it looked crazy to you too, huh? It did. Like. I remember that one time you got it braided. You like Johan Blake. You had like the the cornrows yeah, going back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom used to bra- make me she braided at night just to make it do something oh. to kind of. Ain't tell me that it was. I'd it was. be plaited. I have like no hang time though. Because oh. you know, once my hair got to a certain length, it just, it just stopped. Yeah, it just stopped. It just was what it was. That's why it was crazy when I saw Paul get locks. I was like, "What? I thought like your whole family can't go there." Nah, I I, I took a purposely took a lot of good care of my hair like he was like i'm not gonna yeah. be like that <laughs> i went through the point in high school where like i was getting it too stranded then i just stopped and i just putting products in like mm-hmm. i started having pieces that would like lock up like my senior year and stuff but then mm-hmm. i was like you know what let me just take good care of my hair because i want it for a while so yeah i took That's a lot what, of good- yeah paul uh time was when they the little sponges oh that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that only work for certain people hair yeah. types that's yeah. what people didn't realize. Like, bro, that don't work for every hair type. No, it, it was don't. really for like four C hair, like for like that harder, yeah, yeah, coarse, coarse hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everybody else, I was like, bro, that does nothing for y'all. Like, it didn't do nothing for me. My hair was like too kind of. Because I seen people, it would that. never do what it was supposed to do. Yeah, just a whole lot of shea moisture and. Then again, I didn't use a sponge. I just take a brush. Yeah, nah, I say yeah, that sponge. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. But some people that did more than others. Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man. That, so let me ask you, because yeah. from your perspective as a young Paul witnessing my senior year, they junior year, what was that like for you? Bro, it was crazy. Like, you was going into that year already with like a lot of success, and then it was like, you just like, from an athletic standpoint, you just kept winning. Like, you just always win. Like, even if you wasn't first, you were second to JT. He was just winning, just kept winning and kept winning. I was like, hey, bro, he was like like legit, legit fast. Like, I knew you was fast, but then, like, just seeing how it translated, like, to those, like, higher levels of competition. And, like, even when you was in state, it was like, we was looking around, you know, mom, she was like, he should have won. And because it was just like, you know, just chose to get out a little slow. Nah, I took a a misstep on my first step. But that was so crazy because it was like, I don't know. Like, I don't, when you be living in stuff, you don't really think about it. So, like, 
And then our, our father, he did a great job with humility around here. So it was yeah. like. Never let you get too high. Man, it'd be like, heck, I'll, I'll go win a track meet that Friday. Saturday, he waking me up talking about we got to go do some yard work. Like so it was, grass. Like, it was like it was never like a big deal. So it wasn't a big deal to me. Like it was like, eh, like you know, yeah, I just won. But yeah, whatever. Like You know what? That's crazy because I was about to say, like, you know, I, I, I remember the, the I know the year you're talking about, Paul, but it's like. Even throughout that year, like, it was, like, never just, like, like, it was never coming to us at, the, at lunch, like, man, I can't wait to get on these, you know, I'm about to get on their tail today. It was just like, well, I got a track meet. I'm going to run. It's going to end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we'll probably just go get Waffle House that night. I'm like, all right. That was like, was like, I never. <laughs> or it'd be like, it'd be like post track meet. And, like, yeah. day one, it'd be like, what you want to do? We just go do the normal stuff and. He ain't walking around with the medal around his neck like some boys. You know, weren't you, weren't you an All American, Ed? I think so. Like My senior year, I, I think so. He yeah, didn't even I tell me that. I had to find that out. Like on I, one day in college, I looked up his Louisiana Tech track bio. I said, "You an All American?" Oh him. yeah, I was an All American. Well, you know, I was, what I was about to say, it's oh, I forgot about that. It's actually yeah. this room that he's in. I was with him in this room when he signed his letter of intent to uh, La Tech. <laughs> Did not want to sign that. It was right here. We was playing. Yeah, we was playing NCAA. I didn't want to stop the game. We played NCAA. That's the bitch right there. Like that bitch. It's that bitch. But it was on this side. Yeah. And we were sitting there. Right here. We was playing NCAA. And like you would have thought he had just got like something in the mail. Like his people just came like, hey, you need to sign this. He didn't stop the game. Like, hey, this is like your whole letter of intent right here. You know, he ain't had no signature. He just. Gave it back, and then that was it. That was literally him committing to La Tech, like right there. And we we was in this room. Game of NCAA. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Me and Ed life kind of parallel, and it's like ironic. Like with my situation with me going to Davidson, like I was like, uh, I don't know if I really wanted to go. And it was like in the moment when I was like talking to some people, like getting ready to sign some paperwork. I was like, man, I wish Ed was here. He'd be the lone voice of reason right now because. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was with some family members and they was like, you ain't getting back on that plane without signing the paper. <laughs> and I was like, man, where's Ed? Mm-hmm. But, you know, everything worked out. I feel as though we both went to different places and it was just, you yeah, know. Yeah, I did good. Yeah, we, we put our feet on the ground, man. And we made yeah. something happen. Everybody got their own journeys. Yeah, I'm just so happy I was able just to sit here and just witness it. I've just always been just witnessing it. I just, you know, this is one of my family, one of my favorite homes to come to yeah. personally. <laughs> for real, for real. But let me ask you this: Like Ed said, outside looking in, because we don't know this, and I don't really ask nobody this, but I can ask you this: What was it like watching Ed me? I guess YBs as a young kid. Because like people try to say we was like cool kid, but like you said, we was in it. I thought we just. I, bro, I, didn't I just think thought nobody we was just, paying attention to this, I don't bro. think nobody's paying attention, but people make just it was seem, having out, just enjoying ourselves yeah, with each other. Yeah. But that's really what it was. Like, y'all can see the people, seeing that many people be collectively have fun and just, like, yeah. always be around each other and enjoy each other's company, like, mm-hmm. and then, like, in their own lanes, be excelling, like, yeah. that was something that you rarely, really saw. So, like, I just remember, like, I'm in middle school. People are like, hey, bro, what Ed on? Like, bro, like, what do I be? He's on. I'm like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> people would ask you that? Yeah. Uh, I ain't know that. Well, I mean, it would be people like that you already knew. Like, uh, and some people would like, you know, shout mm-hmm. out OG Nick P. That boy come through. Like, <laughs> like, like, damn, why I seen them boys there? I said, yeah, no. Like, 
But you know, it was cool though. Like, yeah, people knew, like in the community, they knew, like, oh yeah, you know, Ed and them, you know, they gonna move together as a unit for real. And yeah, it always be cool to see, especially for me. Like, yeah, I'm like man, like I want me and my friends to, you know, yeah, be from high school still going on, and you know, I'm blessed mm-hmm. to have that, you know, and. It's cool. Like, even now, like, when I'm older and now I can hang with y'all, it's like, yeah. I done got to the point where I still like having fun around y'all. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like the little kid again, but at the same time, like, yeah. I know to keep my ears open because y'all just say something, you know, it's like, oh, okay, like, I can use that for later because y'all just yeah. went through a lot of things. And yeah. I got y'all degrees and y'all working in y'all career fields and y'all excelling. Yeah. You know, and even with the podcast, you know, I remember sitting on my couch, y'all called me, asking me, was, was nacho salad? Oh yeah, no, that yeah. one we was testing out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, when we first uh, got yeah. the equipment, the phone call, the feature. phone call feature. Yeah, and nachos is not a salad. That nachos. was like one of the wildest things you said. Yeah, that was you were pretty. Re- you like you are the voice of reason, Jew, in my life. How is nachos not a salad? But that's like one of the most irrational From thoughts that you have. Point, like, How do you make a salad? Okay, this guy. Are we putting this in parameters of architecture and construction? Because if we saying that, then yeah, it's a something where it's. A layered food, but then you can say, "Well, pizza is just baked salad." If it's the same, if but pizza is also considered a pie because you bake it and has dough. Okay. Yeah, and filling. Okay, with a salad, you take it, you put it together. You could put cooked chicken on it. You can put salmon on it. You can put shrimp on it. If you don't want to do all that, you don't have to. The lettuce is the, the lettuce is the foundation of the salad. The foundation of nachos is just chips. Okay. What's put, the parallel? Okay. Like I don't see like. And you can put cheese and tomatoes and lettuce. Wait, what's the parallel? It's a construction thing. Two. Like it's not can't be like you don't eat salad with like a piece of lettuce and just like that like dip. Lettuce. You can eat nachos with a fork. After they done broke down, but that's different things. The chip is meant this to literally, be this that might be a taco salad at that point, boss. Honestly, if you have that much salad, because you can put lettuce. tortilla strips in it. What? Wait, I need him to go back and make your parallel between the two because I I need to hear. Because well, you put a salad together the same way you put nachos together. The That's fact it. that it's layers. No, it's just like how you dress the salad is the same way you dress nachos. You can put meat, vegetables, toppings on a bed of chips, and it's nachos. You can put meat dressings. Uh, uh, you know, coverings on lettuce, and it's a salad. So you saying the fact that they have similar toppings make nachos a salad? I don't see how they're not. I don't see how they cannot be. Like you can call you can call a salad nachos if you wanted to. Because I'm trying to. So you, I'm trying to see what the the similarities you saying are bet, the between the two is the fact that. They use similar toppings, or you build no, them up. You build them, but they just so happen to use the same toppings. So that's what make them similar. Yes. So, the, but I mean, what, what would you say for the baked potato? Because you kind of use the same thing for that too. You can call that a salad. That's why. Come you on, can, man. You can have potato. Come on, come on. You can have come potato on. salad. Come on, come on, dude. That's the name. Now <laughs> you know that ain't nothing like that. All right, man. So you, so you group all a family of food for you. A genre is layered. Construction. That's a whole. That can be a fire. No, no, but that is a feature that is in, included in both salads and nachos that are just they're, they're the same. Layers and toppings. Yes, is what, what makes them similar? What else is what makes it? What what are you? Is are y'all struggling with the fact that there's cooked meat on chips? Is that what's not? Is that what stopping y'all from calling nachos a salad? 
I'm struggling no. from the point of that when you go to eat it, you're not just grabbing lettuce bare hand. And yeah, you got to use something. Yeah. And then the fact that. So your issue is the fact, is, is this the way that you eat it? <laughs> no, I don't understand how they're similar. They, I don't nachos know. are his own thing because it's supported. Well, maybe because you say how is it? Because it's supported on its own thing. And I mean, like, I guess for the most part. I, I said not to say for a salad. But I said a baked potato is the same toppings too. And I said you could call a potato a salad. Come on, you. You got to see the flaw in that. Come I on, see the man. flaw in that, but not the nachos and salad. From not con- the nachos and salad. <laughs> from a construction standpoint, I see you. I, I see where you're coming from, but that's about it. That's about it. I don't get it, and he's he's a very I, he's not ever irrational with his thoughts. They right. This is not a weird, this is not an irrational thought. It is. I don't it know why you're trying to make them the same. I don't see how y'all because you I build them up the same and they got the same. I, I, I you know, you know what's you. funny for these last five minutes, I've been defending y'all, both of you guys, about how I think it's a salad. You guys tell me how you think it's not a salad. A salad is its own job. Just because you got because I, I think the base of a salad is lettuce. <laughs> Uh, in essence, okay, an ingredient. <laughs> without without <laughs> lettuce, it's not a Wait, salad. I would say, can a salad be a salad without lettuce? Yes. Or any, come on, le- you. Or any leafy. Come green. on, you. What? A salad can't be a salad without a dressing. I without, mean, without, without, a without green, lettuce, without without a, a, without green, a leafy because you can to do spinach it. or whatever. Ain't that, don't it got to be the base of a salad, you? Come or, on, man. Or are we saying salad is just a combination of a bunch of things within a given space? I think that's where we're going. That's called soup. <laughs> non-liquid 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 nah, I don't know what you just went on I don't know what you just went I don't know what you, you know just... As long as you got broth And you can add whatever you want to And then it's, it's but As long as it got a broth Li- Yeah liquid based Okay Liquid but, based But I say that What make a salad A salad is you Paul, gotta have a green just to, just, just explain The combination it. of a bunch of things Is what constitutes a salad No yeah. I disagree in his, in his eye. I'm not agreeing with this. I'm just trying to put ones and zeros to everything. Well, no, that's ones and zeros to it, but I'm not going to concede that nachos are not a salad. Well, if you just call it, so, so I'm dying on the hill. Hey, I'm on you, it. You want a salad and somebody bring you some nachos. <laughs> I'd be like, well, shit. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I just make myself clear. <laughs> oh, what type of salad yeah. you wanted, huh? I wanted a, 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 a garden salad. <laughs> the, the base of a salad is a green. A Come on. green. Come on, man. That's a lot of specifications. Because the only reason they call pasta salad pasta salad is because the base is pasta. What about mac salad? The base is the the noodle. So, so how can you? So, if you say nacho salad, nacho salads exist. But the basis of that is a salad with nacho toppings. It's like, Ed, you just made my point. You just literally made my point. No, first you just. First, you just said a salad is constituted by having a leafy green at the bottom. And then you said, I said, what about, you said pasta salad. So pasta is the base. Pasta salad. So if nachos don't have chips as the base, we just going to call it. So you rather us call it nacho salad. At that point. I mean, taco salads do exist. Okay, so you just, you just want the naming convention to be, okay, correct. There we go. Okay, yeah. okay. Because that's that. still a salad. But but that's the thing. And what people, makes people what, can, people you can just have meat and cheese and tortillas. I mean on uh <laughs> chips. I know a man that had, I know that man that had, had a head of lettuce and a tomato and called it a salad. That's the same <laughs> And he said to my left. But yeah. but that's just a bad minimum salad. That's just a bad minimum nacho. See, that's what I say. It 
it can get blurry if it got lettuce on it. I'll let you do nacho salad, maybe. But if it, the typical nachos is based the base, as they call it, Rotel. That's why. If, I, if, you, if you if somebody <laughs> if you say, man, I want a salad, and somebody give you some Rotel, you gonna be like, oh yeah, that's the same. <laughs> no, because why? I'm gonna say it don't got the base of a green. Now, if the base was based on chips, then it's nachos. But that's that's the line. That's the line. It's the base. It's the base, but. I would be like, I'm sorry, I didn't make myself more clear. <laughs> you could have gave me a garden salad. You just using a lot of extra words. He is too. No, that's kind of like two little words. He's yeah. saying nacho salad, and the salad is still in it. But it's something different, though. But the base is it becomes the green, a, it, and then you add it's nachos. nachos look, it's, it's nachos all the way up until you put a, a green on it, a leafy green base. It's the base, whatever the base is. That's what. That's what's yeah. the difference. Is. We was not supposed to argue that, but like I forgot all about that argument. But it's like I'm not. Never mind. I mean, answer us in the comments. It ain't far off. If you, it, I think it come down to the bases would make a sad. They gotta have so a, a hot dog, not a sandwich. You said this that time too. I mean, if people choose to quantify it as that, if you qualify a sandwich as something between two slices of between bread and closing it, if you call that a sandwich. By all means, sandwich. All right, hmm. I could be up for I'm not that mad at that one. Yeah, I think people. I think I think we're just used to a naming convention. You know, we're in a time now that titles are changing. If if nachos want to be a salad, hey, that can be a salad. Uh I don't know. But all right, what else we got? Well, I, I got I got frivolous brother questions. If we done with the series, oh, yeah, stuff. for sure. For yeah, sure. I mean, we ended on <laughs> nacho versus salad, so you good? Go ahead. We got all the time. Okay. Dang, this just actually some real stuff, man. Well, I say yeah, these are some very brothery questions. Well, we we'll start like because you know Paul. Although you know we are very similar in our family, Paul is more so the most different out of all of us. But not that different. I'm somewhat considered normal, but in our family, it's like our path is like this. I'm just like kind of teetering on the outside. Well, because it's like we all are so similar. Like I give you an example to just kind of like summarize it. <laughs> so when my family used to go to the mall, we would all eat at uh, this seafood place. Oh seafood yeah, corner. seafood corner. That's Everybody where the whole family eat. Paul, mm-hmm. he go get Chinese food. There you go. That was kind of like the thing, like where it ain't like he just mm-hmm. too far off in the wild child or anything, but it'd be stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then too, it'd be funny though, because in other instances, I'd be like more so like the black sheepish kind of sorta. Okay, because <clears throat> I remember like Paul, because I, I I was lucky enough to be here for Paul senior year, and I'd always ask him, I'm like. Why you sitting here? Like you don't want to go be with your friends, y'all? Because mm-hmm. you know me, my senior bro. I, was, I was not home. He was that? I was like, man, you don't want to go. You want to go move around, do something? Like, oh no, I'm chilling. I'm like, oh. no. Okay. And that goes back to our like personality traits. Like on the outside, he seemed like just so secluded. But you get him around, he he up and moving. But me, he's like, I'm all like, you know, oh yeah, I'm all cheerful. But when I'm in the house, bro, I'm not trying to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm about to say that'd be the thing about me too. I think you described it perfectly because, like, on the outside where I am, like, very recluse, like, you know, kind of just to myself. But I'm mixy. Like I say, I may not be like with everybody, but with my, you know, like my group of people, I am very so, like, you know, social and yeah, a little, yeah. But yeah. you get out, you get moving. But yeah, man, that um, 
That is a very big difference. I remember too, because I growing up, man, like I was my dad uh laborer, man, just Yeah, you was in the morning. I remember our jobs would be I have to actually cut Paul just pick up the trash, go back in the house, enjoy life. I gotta I gotta be the one that actually cut the grass. That was Paul's only job when we had to cut grass was make sure there was no large sticks. That was gonna mess up the ride lawn more. Yeah, just throw them out the way. That's, That's all his task was, or if it was cans or uh-huh. whatever. And I remember I was just always looking forward. to I was like, man, I can't wait for me to go to college, and he got to be the the hand, the, the yeah. labor, because man, it'd just be days, yeah. man. Where and it wasn't like with our dad, it wasn't like on no like he was telling you Monday, hey man, this weekend we got some work to do. Nah, this Saturday morning six o'clock. Hey, get up, we gotta mm-hmm. go work. Mm-hmm. What we was together all last <laughs> night, Daddy? You could have said something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me nothing. You didn't. And that I think that right now is a response to why I don't like when people tell me stuff last minute. Yeah, because yeah. I'd be like, bro, give me a little time to prepare my. Yeah, it ain't even that I'm against it. I just <laughs> want time to prepare. I gotta myself get myself together. Yeah, because that man, you don't know how many mornings, man. It just. I mean, it, maybe I was doing the cement. The cement. Uh, when y'all working at the cement? Doing the cement, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He yeah. was doing that before. I mean, it'd be some mornings he like just boom, boom, boom on the window, wouldn't even come that, in. Hey, on the lawnmower, on the window, bro. just knocking That's on the real. window. You, 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 fake, you play fake sleep. <laughs> Next thing you know, he coming there with a sense. Hey, get up, gotta. Cut the gr- <laughs> and that's the thing about our dad is like. When I got older, he like give me an ultimatum like, "Oh, you want to?" He say, "Oh, you want to help me cut the grass? You want to help me do this?" I was like, "Like this, I know I have no choice, no say in this, but if you give me the option just for the fun of it, no, I don't want to help you." Yeah. And he'd be like, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take that. All right." But you know, I mm-hmm. think looking back on it, I think that was important that he did it that way because in life you do technically always have a choice, but yeah, every do. choice you make got consequences. Got a got an outcome. I think that was, I don't know, I'd be pulling life lessons out of everything. But I really think, because I always would think about that too. He would always word it in that way where it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a choice, but it's repercussions to your choice. But right. it's your choice to make. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's really how life it is. Like, mm-hmm. You can go to work. You mm-hmm. cannot go to work. But if you mm-hmm. don't go to work and you don't call in or if you mm-hmm. go against the law, and like mm-hmm. it's, it's repercussions for everything you do in life. Yeah, that's true. Every action got a reaction to it. Yes, yeah. yeah and that's, that's the true. thing about our dad. He had like a lot of, they weren't intentional and by any means. He was just doing him. But we chose to like take lessons from it because like Ed said, I didn't cut the grass. Like I just wasn't good at cutting grass. It was meticulous things that, bro, I'd ran over so many trees. My dad said, don't get on the lawnmower no more. Mm. But like if he said, I hey, still think that was strategic personally. Hey. See Paul, he you gotta watch out for Paul, man. He he that guy. You know mm. me, I'm like uh-huh. I'ma just look you in your eyes, hard truth and uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Paul, he more meticulous with his movement, like uh-huh. calculated. I I don't know how to be calculated. That boy I, ran I'm, over that stick on purpose. I'm, I'm hands on, man. It just is what it is with me. Sometimes I just I don't feel like doing this. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. I live with that. Paul, he more he gonna go out there and he know how my dad like operates. So you just keep messing after a while. He's gonna. Like, like he said, man, just, just go on now. Just yeah, yeah. get out the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, I just out there cutting grass. <laughs> at one point, man, we when we cut grass, it wasn't just one yard. We had to do three yards. Oh, mm-hmm. three. Oh, that was the bad time. The, uh, the old house? 
You had to do mm-hmm. this house, the house, mm-hmm. and uh, Navy Edition, and the house on A Street. A Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he didn't school. know how to cut grass. An no. engineer can't go along <laughs> the line and, and avoid. <laughs> That's why I say, you know, I, you know, everybody got different approaches. You man. know, I was like, that mm-hmm. that guy there. Hey, man. You see why I got my personality thing. Yeah, for that sure. That was subconsciously, though. But, I mean, when it was more stuff like with back work, I don't know why, but when I got into high school, he had bricks to move every weekend, physical cement bricks. Uh, wood to move other things like that so he just tell me don't think because he knew i like overanalyze stuff but he's like J- i just need your back and i'm like all right yeah i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> mad at it like had me picking up a lot of stuff it was getting me stronger like yeah, yeah, so, you yeah. know how many times we emptied that garage out and organized it just for it to look like it wasn't organized yeah. a, a week later yeah, yeah 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 it was a lot of manual labor i love man. i love your father man but man. you know the thing man, is man. i the crazy thing is these days like, cause he say, don't think I like doing manual labor now. Cause it like, give me time. To, like when you just doing monotonous stuff, like, and it just give you time to think. I love mm-hmm. doing manual labor. Just anything where I can just do it with my hands. Cause you getting that little rhythm. Cause see, Paul, he missed the, the, the uh, golden age too. When my dad, he had a construction company. Cause that's how I would pay for my school clothes. I go work for him over the summer. I remember you, I remember you used to say like, we can go, I can go work with my dad. I was just like, man, I ain't. I'm sorry, I ain't ready. Man. You, you offered Death it a couple of times. Yeah, that yeah. was some good scratch. He was making 10 an hour. Yeah, it was, 10 an hour. it was 10 an hour. Hey, I remember. paid every week, too. I remember Ooh. 10 an hour, and I was just like, man, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I might say, and that's when I was going through my little LRG phase and stuff, and them was $40 a t-shirt, mm-hmm. and I had quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was there when my dad started teaching at the high school, so and he had like, ah, a yeah. mechanics class. Oh, Lord. But it was like now where I work, like, even though I'm an engineer, I still be out in the in the process with all the other operators and it's times where I got to use tools and stuff. And it's really helped me like in my engineering because you know how my dad working on cars, I was like, man, don't want to be mechanical. But then I was like, nah, I'll just be chemical, but just have that hands on feel. And yeah, you know. it's, it's really translated to the point to where like when I'm doing engineering stuff at school or at work, it's like, I can see it. Like I can put it, my hands to it and I'll come mm-hmm. and ask my dad about stuff. Like, just talk to him and then just see like how he go about a problem from like a more hands-on technical approach. Then I can take a step back and like mm-hmm. put it in my head. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. what a calculation that could be to this. So yeah. I can, I can tell him he's been like an amazing resource and I'd hate it. Some of them times having to really work like that, but it paid right. off. In- yeah. I'm going to say, cause I, I remember one thing he'd always tell me too. He was like, it was like, hopefully when you become an adult, you don't have to do this yourself. You can pay somebody to do it, but at least you'll know if it's done right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, yes, sir. That, that, that made me handy as heck. Just like I say, just being his free labor, just, yes, sir. I learned how to put up a fence, how to build a deck, yeah. how to take a deck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doorknobs, faucet, like, mm-hmm. it's just like little stuff that you just worked on all the time. At the mm-hmm. time you was just doing what you was told, but, Mm-hmm. You end up picking up some skills along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing with the difference between me and Ed, I was more of the outdoorsy type. So I was going fishing with my dad and oh, stuff yeah, like that, yeah, doing like the more outdoors and stuff. That, like, yeah. So I got like a lot of that is to where it's like, you know, certain stuff like I know how to kill snakes. And like when I was in high school, they used to be a little hustle. Like people was like, oh, I got a snake. I'm like, all right, you know, just mm-hmm. me a little bread. I can come over there and get it done real quick and move about my business. So like. It's stuff like that, like even now, just like I just talked to him, like, hey, like if you had to flank a calf, how would you do it? He's like, well, I put my knee up to it, like, yeah, and, and tip it over. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's just stuff like that. I mean, I don't plan on flanking calves, but if I just ever had to. I don't think I quite know what that means. It's like when you get a calf to the ground to tie it up around the legs. They kind of do it in rodeos. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. called flanking? Yeah, because you get it on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm They be like really turning them things over. Yeah, the people be slamming them things. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing like the slam. I don't. I didn't know about the knee thing. Yeah, that's so that when you put your knee in front of it, you could already be down on it. That way, you can already have his legs because you have to be down on him and wrap his legs at the same time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, see, I think Paul he he kind of you know as parents age, you know they kind of start parenting different. I think Paul kind of got it. He caught that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, too, I think, like I said, I think, like, the amount of manual labor I had to do, I don't think Paul had to do. He did everything. I could be wrong, but, nah, I, man. I've witnessed Ed do a lot. Man, Out here. Be, nah, it's this stuff I've had to do, but Ed did more, I'd like say. I'd mm-hmm. say, but I did a lot of manual labor. But, you know, it all worked out. <laughs> Yeah, both here. Yeah, yeah, well around it. Like I said, I can. I always tell people, I was like, bro, I can do some very random stuff. Yeah, very random stuff. Like, yeah, but I mean, testing float sheet rock. Hey, look, look, (laughs) don't do that. Yeah, I've had to tape and float some sheet rock that you didn't tape and float. Ah. Oh, let's talk up, up. Bro. Okay, uh, he was so he was turned up about it too. Oh yeah, I want to learn how to take me float sheet rock. Time came, life just got great for him and had to leave. Uh, now I'm just uh, I learned how to, I, I know how to take me float sheet rock. I learned how to do. It. I just I thought you was talking about that uh, mommy house. Yeah. Well, okay. So my uh, I was going to grad school and I couldn't get uh, financial aid because it was just one class, but it was SMU, so the class was still ridiculous yeah. to pay. My grandmother. Uh, took care of that for me. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Lola Faye. And uh, I think the deal was that I was just going to kind of like just be, you know, kind of help work it off slash pay it back. And mm-hmm. it was some project I was supposed to do. It was in the garage. It was in the garage. We put sheetrock up <clears throat> in there because it was after Harvey. So we redid the sheetrock going around the side of the garage mm-hmm. and like in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, my dad is like an amazing carpenter. So he really took. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was I was supposed to help and I don't yeah. know. I he was so excited. He's like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I want to learn how to tape and float sheetrock." My dad was, "Oh yeah, that's great." And then the time came. Oh, my class started. And then it was before I went to college. I think because I left to go uh, to Davidson, and I left them, and they were still putting it up like in the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. I crushed a couple corners of the sheetrock. My dad was like, "What, <laughs> what you doing, boy?" But, <laughs> but I say, "Yeah, man, that sheetrock. That's that's interesting, man." But. Yeah, man, I, I felt like, you know, we hadn't had, like, a lot of interesting experience. Like I said, I was just kind of interested to see, like, how it was. Because, like I said, I was I was very, like, present back in those days, and I didn't really think much of anything. So I was just kind of interested to see how it was in your perspective. Heck, even just, like, watching us and yeah, how we moved as a friend. Heck, how I moved. Because did you know I was wild? No, I didn't know a lot about you, Ed. You was very secretive. I mean, we lived uh, in the same house and I down the hall and I just never it was like so much about you. Like when I put the pieces together, it's like, Oh, you did this, you did that? Boy, you was out there like that? I didn't even much know. People come uh, to me and your boy was a real boy. I'm like, sense, huh? Yeah, uh, but man. that's just how we are in our family. Like yeah. it's stuff discretion, I found out. Discretion, man. Discretion is important. Because this stuff I found out about my mom, like 
I didn't know like how good of an athlete she was in high school. But, like men oh. would come up to me, they'd be like, "Hey, man, when your mom was in school, man, she was about the fastest at the school." Like my mama tell me all the time. Like somebody said, "Yeah, if your mom was a dude, she would went to the NFL." <laughs> and, I, and they was like, "No, for real." I was like, "Yeah, uh, I guess that's a compliment." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. She had a different type of speed. You yeah. know, back in her day, they they. When, when women's basketball, you only had to play. You could only play offense and defense, defense. Yeah, and she played yeah. defense. I was like, ah, oh, that's where I get those defensive roots from. Ah, there it is. Oh, I played defense in college too. Look at that. <laughs> oh, worked out. Do you remember me when I was good at basketball? Yeah. Or were you too young to witness those games? I remember in the pregames, people just saying, dunk them all good. And you just go up and like, ah. <laughs> you just See, never want to, but I know you See, could. that's his problem. Like, all the stuff Ed was good at, he just didn't give a Damn about it. you don't you wasn't there that game I hit the spin move. Huh? No, I remember that. I was gonna bring that up. You hit the spin yeah. move. At, wasn't it like at half court you hit a spin or something? Or nah, nah. No, it was it was for a layup because I remember I was you know I'm I'm left handed mm-hmm. and I was dribbling with my right and it was a fast break and I needed to get to my left because I couldn't really do layups <laughs> that good with my right enough to do it in the game. So I couldn't do nothing but spin. Then I just kinda like Kind of put the ball up and the crowd went crazy. <laughs> Everybody thought Ed was the coldest. That was a He's funny really good, moment. That was funny. Since you asked me about uh, your time, do you remember my senior year of football? Because, like, I look back on that and that was a year where it was like what we were going through, like Harvey, and then like the past two like seasons, we had like some dogs and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, like, I had some kids. And then it was like coming to my senior year, they were like, oh man, we don't know if y'all gonna win state for real. Yeah, and I tell then, you all the time, y'all exceeded expectations. I watched those games. Y'all was not supposed to win as many as y'all did. Well, I feel like we had a good nucleus and stuff. Eh. And we were like the Ravens. I always said yeah. that we were like the Ravens. Like, that's, that's the exact way I would describe y'all. Yeah, like. But I don't know, like, because I look back on my high school career sometimes, like, just like at work, people are like, man, I remember you was in high school, boy, you was good, boy, like, you was always back there making a big tackle or a sack. I'm like, I was, I was waiting for that uh, that screen for you to intercept it. Bro, I had, bro, so I had an injury my senior year, <laughs> nasty, tackle somebody in, like, the vein right here, it kind of tightened up, and so my arm was, like, pretty much locked up like this for, like, the last three games of the playoffs, and, like, I, I promise you I had a pick, and I knew it was coming that week. And I yeah. just couldn't. You couldn't get it. Yeah, he never could. That's what I was waiting for him to intercept that screen, see if he was going to take it back or not. Yeah. But, I mean, it was. I mean, NCAA stuff. Man, but that's stuff that now I can look back and like, wow, I, was, I did, you know, especially if I see the younger kids, like, they yeah. go and do, like, big stuff at school. So I'm like, man. That stuff be kind of mm-hmm. hard to appreciate in real time, especially, like, once you get used to it. Like, yeah. if you get, mm-hmm. once you get. Not the sound, but once you kind of get used to the winning and stuff, it kind of just become a norm, and it don't really like yeah hit you yeah, and you realize like nah, this ain't like normal, like this ain't something that's just always there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because once, because once you in it and you just living through it, and that just kind of become the expectation, it don't really like mm-hmm. hit you. Because I never, I kid y'all, not, I never want to race afterwards and say, wow, I really just did that. That's that's incredible! Wow, I, mm-hmm. dang, I did, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, I would just right. run and okay, am I done? <laughs> do do <laughs> I got another next race? Event, yeah, next like, event, next like event. I, yeah. So I think that's kind of the thing where it's kind of like I think I kind of would like when I have children, like I'm kind of like kind of tell them that like man, you got to like kind of take this all in, you know, and like you know. The, that can be the expectation, greatness, and yeah. winning and stuff. But like, man, yeah. t- take all this in because yeah. like, 
You're going to look back on this and you, man, heck, you yeah. either not going to remember most of it or like, you know, it's like somebody else mm-hmm. going to have to bring it up for you to, you know, like, like, dang, yeah. they really happened. You know what yeah, I mean? So it's yeah. going to seem surreal because, you know, only the moment, the only moment to ever feel real is the present. So yeah. Yeah. I think about, I think about that all the time. Like not even like bossy, like our JV times. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, we had some real fun out there. That was me. Like, was like JV squad. that was probably just like the funnest, like football. Cause I was on varsity and like, it was fun, but like the funnest, was fired at JV yeah because on the defense yeah <laughs> yeah when me and Ed was called the defense calling that cover two yeah cover yeah. two three lock you that's know what I mean cover two yeah. team pursuit team pursuit it's really yeah. nuts we played that man. but but yeah it's crazy I mean it's crazy that's crazy. crazy we played that but anyways uh I think about that all the time like man that was just some of the funnest times like it wasn't even when I had my silver like when I was playing with all my friends and it was just like. Running around, like, I forget those times, so I think about it, and it's just like, but what I like to say is, like, I like to take it in, because when I do look back, I want to be able to say, like, man, we had a good time, like, I gave it my all, like, I can't say that I I held nothing back, so I can't have no regrets. And I I do feel that, because, like, even, I know it kind of for sports, I knew, like, I didn't appreciate it enough when I'm just looking at it like a job, even like high school. Yeah. Like, even my senior year, I'm like, man, I got to focus on this. Like I can't enjoy like, you know, these yeah. times when you can enjoy practice and like laugh. I was like, I can't bro. Like we got to win. Like, yes, even like yeah. through college, like just trying to get on the field, you know, playing division one football. It's I'm like, about to say yeah, in college, it's it straight yeah. up become a job. It become yeah. a job. Yeah. And yeah. Real, I, I know uh, that feels so different. And like, even from just the workouts, the practices and stuff, you just traveling to the game, you done. Like I didn't really, now it's like I look back on those times. I'm like, man, I used to do all that, like all the stuff I had to like sacrifice and stuff just to be able to play. And then it's like, yeah, like man, I kind of wish I would have enjoyed it a little more. But mm-hmm. like, I knew it was necessary. Like the yeah. hard work and stuff is necessary. But it's like, yeah. it's okay to smile while you're doing it. And mm-hmm. I find yeah. myself doing that at work. Like I don't smile a lot, and like because I just be so focused on what I got to do. Uh-huh. And I know I'm just be looking like I'm on nation business all the time, <laughs> like twenty four seven. But <laughs> but it'd be like I'm just trying to remind myself, you know, smile. Like and an employee there actually told me he was like, man, smile. Like it's okay to smile at work. Like. Mm-hmm. You can smile, you know, it may be a, a grueling job, but it's okay to smile. And I'm like, eh, I'll smile eventually, but now I'm trying mm-hmm. to do that a little bit more often. Appreciate what I'm doing. Yeah, man. It's so easy to get so serious about everything because life's so serious or they try to make it so serious. For yeah. it. Like you got to do this. You got to produce this, make this money so you can get this car, so you can get this job, get this house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, and you're surrounded by so many things that you feel like you need to do. Okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. That sometimes it's just best just to take that breath back and I said that step back and breathe. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I was going to bring up Ed. Uh, I was listening to some of the meditation things that you were talking about in the last episode, and I implemented like the little short breaths. Oh, to I, get that energy. Yeah, uh, I was like man, it worked down it. It worked. Yeah. It worked. I did because that worked. I was mm. like, man, I had nothing but steep roofs this 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 week. <laughs> I didn't have a flat roof this week. I was 32 pitches and up. You know what I mean? So I'm climbing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I had to hit that mug a couple of times. And I was like, man, this one really worked. You know? And I was yeah. like, but thank you, Ed. You know? But uh, it allowed me to calm down. And sometimes they do that. You just need that in life. And uh, yeah. I had to use the just really focusing on being where my feet are. I used to have a coach that I always said, uh-huh. be where your feet are. But I was like, 
you know, sometimes like you think about, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this. Like, mm-hmm. man, just think about where you're at. Like, yeah. Just take a breath and just yeah. breathe. Yeah, that's what yeah. I say, man. That, that, that present melt meditation, man, yeah, was yeah. to look at five things. That's what I got to try then next. close your eyes, then touch mm-hmm. four things. Mm-hmm. Then hear three things. Now when you smell two things and taste one thing, then you just open your eyes and you just feel really present. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think honestly, Oops. man, sorry. Like I said, just since this was kind of like a nostalgic episode and like, you know, like I think when you younger, you kind of in a rush for time to pass by because yep. you think it's like a yep. a great life way. Or you Something know like you missing like, like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like you ready to, to, to do the like adult thing. Yeah. You think that's like the the the, the <laughs> what do they call it? Like the crescendo. The crescendo. Yeah. When it's yeah. really not it's um, actually being young, young and youthful. Yeah. That's like the yeah. that's what keeps you going throughout life cuz heck when you get older you really ain't doing nothing but trying to like and recreate you, those yeah, but yeah. feelings yeah. and chasing times. those feelings yeah. yeah or like we've got old college buddies like, you know yeah. y'all get together what y'all doing yeah. reminiscing man you remember we went yeah. to that party yeah. and we yeah. did that yeah. or yeah. when y'all get together now y'all trying to act like y'all 18 again yeah. and y'all yeah. really not yeah. me <laughs> I do not have <laughs> them same knees I was in North Carolina A&T with oh no sir my low eye days are over I still stretch in the morning so my knees are great I got two more low eyes left I'll, in me I was in a different athletic bag at that time, but I, to what you said, just like how the progression of life is the true sweet part of it. Like sometimes in the morning, like when I'm going to work, I have to like really listen to music and I let that speak to me. Two songs I listen to unstoppable by Corin Hawthorne. Okay. With yellow beezy on it though, of course. <laughs> but then the second one, like I just do that just like, you know, it's a good song to, to get myself right. Yeah. 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 But the second one is let the beat build. And by I, Lil Wayne, yeah, and I listen to that because it's like that's a good morning song. The, it's like just the metaphor of like the beat was building as he was rapping, and it's like you're gonna always build things in life, and it's mm-hmm. like that's the thing that you have to appreciate. And Damn. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a gym. and that's why I be telling Paul like because I know you know he like because right now with the co-op, he like technically not in classes right now. He's just doing the co-op mm-hmm. exclusively. But I was telling him. Cause I, cause it was one of the things I, well, I was just, just in a rush to hear it. Like I said, I thought adult life was the, the crescendo. The, yeah, and so I was just in a rush to get through undergrad and stuff. And I was telling them, I was like, man, like, mm-hmm. don't be in the rush to, you know, go through it, the process, and yeah. enjoy it. I was like, yeah. I was like, the good thing about you is like you majoring in something that's you don't it don't require no secondary school, no other schooling. Like once you get this, you're gonna be able to get a good paying job. So I was like, man, just. Enjoy the process. Go through it. Don't rush it. You know, just do what you got to do. Because I was like, heck, once you start working, it's just work. Yeah. 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 It's all it is. It's just work. And then, like, I I think it's too, like, it's kind of cool how you kind of, like, getting the experience, like, what the work life is and what it could look like for you. So it's like, oh, like you said, I asked you today, you said you wake up at 430 in the morning. And I was like, yeah, so you experience like, you know, that's what you got to look forward to. So, man, Mm -hmm. like I say, just enjoy the journey and the process, man, because at the end, like, that's what you really going to look back and reminisce on and enjoy, man. Like, Mm -hmm. remember them times where you didn't have no money or, you know, stuff was tight. But, you know, I think you that's when you get to highlight, you know, what's important in life as far as like the memories you make with the people in your life. and. And just the experiences you get to have. Yep, yep. That's why it be so. That's why it's even so funny that we even recording in this room. 
He's like, but we should just play 2K in here. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, yeah, this, this used to be our little game in the yeah, room. Yeah, It's been some wild Monopoly games in here that changed friendships. Wild Monopoly <laughs> games, wild 2K games, wild NCAA games, just, two on two NCAA games, two sandlots in the yard yeah, right there. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? But like, it was such a pure time in our life. Like, we didn't know yeah. all this other stuff was coming, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that we. Took a little space like this and just made it ours, you know yeah. what I mean? For, for 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 what it's worth. So, um, anything else? We got anything else? That it? Man, I don't want to close y'all. Paul, this your episode, nah, man. You man. got anything so else? Can I? Okay. Oh, go go go! You got yeah. some more questions? Oh, no, I wasn't about to say nothing serious. That that was my deep thoughts. That where people oh, can say, oh, yeah. "Man, he got a little depth to him." I was about to <laughs> get back in with frivolous. Oh, go ahead. Right. Talk about food. Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all know, man. On the podcast, I, I have a deep love for food, right? And right. you know, I go by recommendations sometimes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and you know, some people got a good track record with recommendations. And then there's Paul. I'm betting about mm, one for five. I kid y'all. Okay, we'll be nice. How many of them do you actually eat, though? <sighs> have I been to that you recommended? Oh well, yeah. You probably got about five and you was one. That's about accurate. I remember though. That's honesty. It was this. It was this donut place in, in Little Cypress. Oh, Little like, Cypress. But it's like off of whenever 16th turned to 87. It's like right there by the railroad. Donut Palace. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, across from the the, the credit union. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right there. yeah. And I remember Paul. He was hyping this place up. <laughs> Like hyping it up, he was saying something was good. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I was like, "Well, yeah, you know, I never, I'm be on that yeah. side for breakfast. Yeah. I ain't never had it." Yeah, I mean, I remember I went out my way there to eat there, and in the morning, yeah, to get some breakfast. Mm-hmm. Whatever Paul said was supposed to be so good. <laughs> and I was excited too because he was really hyping it up. Oh, yeah, no, shoot, yeah. I'm, yeah, I could be missing out on something. Yeah. No, that was not the case at all. It was just a, it's yeah. just your standard old class. This was 2013, I believe, mm. for a timestamp. Mm. I don't even know if it was that. Yeah, it probably it was, was 2013. That. It was probably mm. that late. It may have been early on, but man, you know, mm-hmm. that's one thing about Paul. Man, we we don't yeah, this food recommendation. Yeah, I don't share this. But name. I will say, I should have led with love. You're supposed to lead with love. That's on me. He recently. Recommended a place, and he said they had some of the best patty milks he ever had in their life. As you, I don't know as you, uh, the listeners may know, I'm a wean connoisseur, yeah, for sure, and a patty milk connoisseur, for sure. And it was one of the best patty milks I've had in my. They put egg and bacon on it, like it's not like you add it; it just come on the patty mm. milk. Standard. Mm. What is it? It's a place in uh, Houston called JLB Eatery. They have a, yeah. they have a couple of locations in Houston. And oh. Paul came through on that one, okay. man. He did. Because like I say, that JLB. was, you know, I, I'm still, you know, working on myself. But I, you know, letting <laughs> stuff go sometimes. It's a, that's not really my best uh Philly, Philly is, if they squall you with food. Yeah. Philly food. You know, food yeah. could yeah. be deep, man. Yeah. And Paul, I, you know, I, I never... He's never, he's, never took a recommend, he's never took a recommendation from me ever yeah. since that moment. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he ruined his chance. Yeah, that's how it when is. When I was 13 years old. Oh, okay. Then there was that place in Bridge City that you said was supposed to be good that don't even exist anymore. I it think. Was, go ahead. This is, my, this is me. Tracy's? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I know you're talking about Tracy's. Yeah. So if 20 people say something good and one person say it's not good, uh-huh. do you go with the 20 or you go with the one, regardless of who they are? 
I'm going to go try it because of the 20. Exactly. And if 20 people enjoyed it and one person said they didn't enjoy it. Maybe that one. You didn't even enjoy it when we went that time. Tracy's? Because I couldn't enjoy it because you didn't enjoy it. Because you know, oh, he, 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 he spent the whole bro, time talking about how bad it was. Yeah. He, just, bro, yeah. he, he, he didn't just look at me like, I'm never listening to you again. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't even enjoy my wings. Yeah. This guy. Now, now that's accurate. That that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's accurate. You did a good job with the patty That is one of the best patty melts I've ever had in my life. And I was scared to say something because, but I, see, now I can send him a picture of what I'm eating. Yeah. And that way he can kind of gauge it for himself. himself. And I don't even like saying nothing. I just took my mom and sister out to eat at this one place in Beaumont that I don't know a person that don't like it. Mm-hmm. Them two people didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Me, but, great time. Yeah. Let's see, that's that's the that's the, the the thing Paul got on his record for the family. He ain't the food recommendation person. Mm. I don't know if I'm any recommendation person. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to be at this point in life. Hey, you my, good. That's not my ministry. Yeah, come on now. But uh, the thing about Ed is, y'all always allude to it in episodes. Whatever Ed say is like the he. You know how many people have gotten nicknames in our family solely based off of what Ed has came yeah, up with. For sure, for sure, and, they, and they've stuck for twenty plus years. For sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like such a barometer, yeah. or really a thermostat. Like honestly, he like in a scapegoat. Yeah, it's what yeah. we use him for. Yeah, I, I just whatever. <laughs> I take it. That's, see, but that's how it is when you when you when you're that way. You just got to be that. You got to be that always, guy. And did no personality test. I thought he would be the, the, the person. Uh, yeah, that got yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like we got our personality traits. I was like, what? I'm getting the the protect the the super bad person. Like I'm looking at the people that's like supposed to be uh-huh. the people in it. I'm like, oh man, I feel bad about myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he getting heroes. I'm like, so I'm the villain. <laughs> How? Told you the voice and the hero. What they uh, what they say you 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 either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yes, sir. Well. I always felt like if I had to tell an origin story, it'd be like a man that was perceived as bad or quote unquote evil, but at his core, what he was doing was for the right reason. But it was, was, but it was about perception. Uh, And like, if you seen it from like, if you just look at it from the outside, looking at it, oh, he just robbed the bank. (laughs) But if you look at it from his lens, it was like, Oh no, his family needed this. They yeah. needed this. This needed this. It was a selfless act, and he really sacrificed himself. Yeah. But yeah, depending on how you look at it, you you the bad guy. Yeah, he he snapped his finger and took away half the population. They don't get no yeah, for the greater no, good. He don't get no flowers for being Thanos. It makes sense though for the greater good. You should have asked, but you know, the unsung hero. It's all right, man. We need though. We need we need Ed's in our life. We need Pauls in our life. Y'all help us. Make the world go around. We man. balance each other out. We do. His 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 sports takes be wild though. I was right though. My football no, takes don't be my you. football takes be way more accurate than my basketball they don't. takes. Right, the Super Bowl, you said who you said was gonna score a touchdown. You said it was oh, a running said, back. You said it was gonna be a running uh, back. Uh, uh, Cam Makers? Yeah. You said Cam Makers. I said, Paul, he's not gonna score the first touchdown. He's like, he could. I was like, okay, if you're gonna play that game. He could. When you start playing hypotheticals, but come yeah. on, on a on a susceptible run defense, you can ask you. My football takes recently. They was on point. They, they've been all right. Some of them have just been reactionary. I'm like, remember I told us that Paul, I troll you. I troll you. Hard. I know you do, and I was just like, Paul, you got to stop reacting. <laughs> but I know that you're trolling me, so I'm saying like, Paul, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna get. So you don't get to do that nonsense with me. I just stop replying. Well. 
Me, we're, 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 that's my pool partner. So, yeah, we, so we got to talk. We got we to gotta check that's in. That's my water cooler buddy, man. Yeah, man. Even, even, even if it's BS that we talking, it just be BS. Facts. You know? Oh, yeah, man. His, 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 all his takes be it. Uh, just hot takes. The only thing I do like about Paul sports takes, well, I just, the ones that I just genuinely, I love hearing his dark horse MVP before oh, the yeah. season start. The dark horse. I love dark horse MVP. I was trying to convince Paul to pick a favorite team like a couple uh month ago, but he just like you. He ain't going to pick a favorite team. I just like the game. Like, I just Wait, like looking what, at it. In what sport? Anything. Paul, I thought you, I thought you was a Patriots man. I do oh yeah, you did kind of tell. You did kind of. I like how they were in things systemically. Like they just do what they do. And so they, now you're not a Patriots fan. I enjoy the Patriots. I'm a root for them if I can. But I just like X's and O's. See, I don't like that. Uh, see, I, I think he didn't change. I would have swore you had a team. Yeah, back when Tom Brady was dealing. And, see, have I been riding the Tampa Bay uh, bandwagon? You got a Tampa Bay jersey before Tom Brady went there. <laughs> Tom stamp before he went there though. <laughs> yeah. Is it a okay, Tom Brady okay, okay. jersey? No, it's not. It's a, um, it's a Mike, Mike Evans. No, it's like yeah. it's some tight end. That yeah, used to play yeah. There. Huh. Yeah, you. But you was a Patriots fan when Tom Brady was there. Yeah, but then I grew up and I started appreciating the game for what it is. That's safe. Boys can't it's a, grow it's up. It's a tough time, dude. Boys That's all can't grow you, up. You know, no, I'm just I've saying. been a Suns fan since 2000. Yeah. You and know I how hope. many people would be enjoying my basketball takes? Then they'd ask me who my favorite team was yeah. and the energy would just completely yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd that, be like. That's the thing. That's the thing. Especially like, with the Suns. Or they try to make sense of it. Are you from Arizona? You from Arizona? You got tired? I was like, nah, nah. Steve Nash was my favorite player and. I stayed there. I don't yeah. follow players. Yeah. But, and now look at us. Suns and six. I'm talking about the championship. Okay. I'm they don't play Nevada, I ain't going to win. What? If they don't play Nevada, my young boy. Oh, this guy. See what I'm saying? Oh, that's just a troll. But I mean, as I, I do I, like this. But I've grown to the point where I like how like analysts, how they just can objectively look at the game and just dissect it. I mm-hmm. enjoy that. That's the inner, that's just the inner engineering. Yeah. It's like, like even like watching football, like I can just see the alignment and be like, okay, if he run this, he'll score. But they're probably not gonna do that. But if they do, and then they do it, like, oh, he gonna score. And like I'll be watching with my mom. She'd be like, oh, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? And mm-hmm. I'll say, it, and then they do it. And I'm like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. But you know, yeah, it's it, you you know, there's there's just a certain loyalty. Like it feels so like it feels so good to see the Suns being good these last couple of years because we was trash. Well, we was good. About ten years. We was good, you know, contenders. Then we was trash for like ten years, and the then dang now, Lakers. I remember when we was watching that playoff series. Oh against man, the Lakers. we was at Quentin House for his graduation, yeah. twenty ten. Man, man. Mm-mm-mm. And we watched one of them games at the house. Man, we went lit. Remember, Booty, every time Booty walked in, they scored. Oh, yeah, and we just stopped letting Booty walk in. He said, "Booty, just get out the room." We said, "Get out the room." Who, but I look. Who's I love that fan? though, like watching fans have like that support. I enjoy looking at that to see how people react to things. But me, it's not that serious. They ain't put no money in my bank account. But that is, but it just make the game. Yeah, it make you be more entrenched. That's why I want to get y'all to come to this cheese bar next football season. Oh yeah, gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I'm for sure come. It, That's gonna be a different gonna, season for y'all hey, next year. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna put it together though. Mm-hmm. Just get ready. Just get ready for the magic. Just get y'all ready need, for the magic. Y'all need honey badger. I might say, you know that, no, you know Tyreek Hill. I want him to come back, but no. I might say, but Tyreek Hill, that one was a big loss. But I do think Tyron Matthew, that's gonna have a huge yeah. impact too. Because y'all can score points at will. But that man was a 
he literally locked down a part of the field. He was instincts. He was just instincts. But man. he was he was a big part of their edge and like well mm-hmm. it perceived it was mm-hmm. like he was like one of the leaders on the defensive side. Well of the he ball. well he always had the he always had the free like Honey Badger's the best when he doesn't have nothing to do. When he can just oh, run. When he like one free. Yeah, like when he can just when, yeah, he's just, just a robber. He's just a robber. He can run, he can come up, he can go back. Like there was literally defenses that we have for him just to be out there. Did he play with y'all three or four seasons? Three. Just three? Him and Frank Clark came in the same year. Because before that, he was yeah. with Houston he was in for Houston. a season. And who he yeah, played he with, with, he played with Justin Reed. You and know then what I mean? he was with the Ooh, Cardinals. That's a, that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, we picked him up. So y'all can play just straight up. If y'all keep bringing him back, just play straight up too high and bluff everything. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. But see, that's what like football, I like watching objectively because it's like chess, like – yeah, but see, I'm saying, like, I want to say that I am a diehard fan, but it doesn't take my objectivity away. Like, I could root for the Chiefs and mm. say, no, we're playing a bad defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get that clouded. My judgment don't yeah. get that clouded. Because I ain't going to never just well, – I'm a linebacker, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at the defense and see how we lined up. But it does just makes it feel better than when we win. When we win. Like, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen your team win a Super Bowl or a championship and nothing – it's hard to describe it if you ain't seen it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. But hopefully, I feel that this year. No, we this, got it this year. We this got definitely this isn't year. a sports podcast. But my last thing, I'm gonna ask. My bad. Yeah. Well, you want, sure. Would you rather the Suns play the Clippers or the Pelicans in the first round? Clippers. I really? Because it's a more honorable win. No, I just think that we can beat them. I mean, we can beat both, but I think I just like how the Pelicans play together. I don't think yeah, I don't yeah. think the Clippers play together like as well as the Pelicans do. Yeah, y'all. The like they actually play together. They got to play as a team because they don't yeah. have like no. And, yeah. and, and well, they do, but yeah, they yeah. do play more of a team. To be honest, the real the the real Western Conference Finals is gonna be us and the Mavs. Cause we'll play them in the second round, I think. Yeah, they yeah, that'd be the real like who whoever win that. Wait, what is that? Oh, yeah, if they make it. Will we play them second round? I don't I'm sorry, it's not a sports podcast. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. But, but you rather, you rather us play the... I rather us play the Clippers. See, the thing about the Clippers, I, I was telling uh, Kendall this. I was like, I feel like Ty Lue is a top three coach in the NBA. And for sure, top five, and nobody mm-hmm. really pay attention to it. I was like, yeah. them against the Timberwolves was a prime example. Like, not only do you got to play against the players... Mm-hmm. You got to play against Ty Lue and mm-hmm. his, like, he going to, like, develop, like, a plan to yeah. Yeah. do something to take out your, like, they took out Cadden in the game yeah. and he was literally not a factor. Well, they got him, mm-hmm. like, three, They fouls. best players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's just, like, yeah. I, it'll be an easier road with the Pelicans because I respect Ty Lue that much and I know regardless, they're going to get a something. couple. They're going to yeah. get at least one game just yeah. off the strength of Ty Lue. Yeah, and yeah I, think I see what you're saying. The team itself can pull out another one, so we might have to do that in six. But I think we'll sweep the Pelicans. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's why yeah, I say I'd rather yeah. go against the Pelicans. Yeah, but if you're sure. looking for a more honorable win, okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. There'll be a good atmosphere playing against the Pelicans, though. Like that atmosphere they got. Yeah, going I was, on there I was, now, I, was like I was impressed. That was a night. They was. I liked watching them. Yeah, that had like some excitement to it. It'll be a sweep, but it'll be. It'll be some hard. CJ going. He was looking sweet too. Oh yeah, he was deep in his bag. Yeah, he was. When he got that mid range going like that. He had turnarounds, yeah, baselines. I was like, a, oh yeah. Stop when he 
when he made like those first three, I was like, oh yeah, he going in there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hard man to stop when he like that. Mm-hmm. I think I got one last thing, and this will be my last thing. In true YB fashion, I just need both of y'all top two instrumentals to freestyle to. Ooh. Oh, Paul, you should you should have sent me that. You should have sent me that Monday. Man. Man. I'm going to go just still tipping, man. That Okay, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's a young Jeezy instrument that I really like. Yeah. Just because I've heard so much, like so many epic freestyles. Because you remember like. We had like a like the, we, the, we, the we used to ride it. Like we had just a straight up instrumental CD. CD. Yeah, there was yeah. no in the Corolla. Music. The it good was just stuff. Straight volume one, the, not two. Volume yeah, one. volume one, not yeah, not two, one. And like just uh, they had I'm sprung on cry it. me a river, man. Oh, we <laughs> hey, we man. told that cry me a river. Hey, Ed told that cry me a river. Ed told that with love. The things you wouldn't think you hear to that instrumental that cry me a river. Uh, top two instrumentals. Shoot, man. Uh, I don't even know, bro. I can't fit. I'm at to put it. I, I'll put it in the description, man, or something, man. Because I can't. I can't pick that, Paul. I rap yeah. to every like. I rap to every beat. I rap to. I'm a boss. Meek Mill. I rap to. I rap to. I don't know. They say by comment. Like I rap to any type of beat. It don't matter. You know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that that second one to me is uh, I, I got the the instrumental. I've heard the instrumental more than I've heard the actual song, which is sad. It's a song I chunk up the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was on the CD. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's why I was, that like, was on I the CD. I have to say that too, yeah. man. I, I yeah. What I've heard to that, like the freestyles to that, we like, rapped to. We probably rapped to every song on that CD at least. 15, and it was, I wish we still had that. Because it was one that was like a rock uh, type. Rock. And only really Miko could get yeah, on that Yeah, really one. only, no. <laughs> one man time count to like 110. And that, like he counted, like. <laughs> we thought he was going to go. Yeah, he just counted 110. Because I was like, okay, he had 20. He going to. Yeah. He, then I was like, okay, he had 30. I was like, okay, he had yeah, 50. He, he went, I was like, okay, fam. You had yeah, we was like, what is going on? He counted like 110 or something like that. But, oh, my goodness. But I, I I can't answer, Paul. Do you got to? No, I wasn't, you know, around y'all at that time. So it's I can't. A, it's all but right. I'm yeah. about to say, Paul, you be he always send me uh instrumentals on Fridays or he yeah. used to freestyle Fridays. Bro, me and Miko be seeing each other freestyles on Snap. I'm gonna start sending you sending you the uh sending you the uh the vids. I think the most random one I sent Ed was um Bang, this was some random Oh, ones, you wanna know what one of my favorite instrumentals is? Sunshine Sunshine Anderson. They heard it all before. They played the fool before. Oh, oh, I know that song. Oh, oh man, yes. That that be what? <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. That was that was it, man. I just, you don't have any. Yeah. Uh, top two. I say. Um, I really enjoy. Uh, Lemonade by Gucci. I Man. knew you was gonna yeah. say. It. I was just about to say. I bet one of them is Lemonade. All right, um, all right, all right. That's just just instrument right, uh, instrumentation standpoint. And another one. I can't think. I can't place another one. You know, me and Paul, we differ in our because we 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 both kind of into music a little bit more than the average consumer. But he like the type of beats he like. We like different types of beats. Mm. 
popping my collar. That's, that's he no. love, yeah. love Memphis. I like that. He one. love Memphis beats for some reason. They just like, like gritty and they just hit like you. Can, yep. Yeah. He yeah, love yeah, yeah. Memphis yeah, beats. Yeah. I don't. I don't like them as much as you do. I just like Three Six Mafia. Yeah, they beats that pop my collar. Yeah, no, that's right, a, but hard. that one is that one is that's a live beat. That's a live beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a live beat. That's a live beat. People used to always say that we looked alike, and I like. I don't know if it was just because, oh, that's my brother. Leave me alone. No, we don't. Like, I'm not even thinking about it. Then, yeah. like, as he got older, I was like, okay, we can't deny this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Then we started looking exactly alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. the only distinguishing thing that, like, easily separate us is the hair it's, at yeah, this point. For sure, for sure. Because yeah, it kind of sure. sometimes creeps me out. If I, like, look at him too long, I'd be like. Yeah, for sure. Especially if we dress the look same. look like me. Sure. Like, I had a friend who's like. Y'all playing y'all fits to coordinate, but it's just like we kind of have the same style, but it's like you know yeah. it kind of differs. But yeah, I mean, sure. I grew up trying to you know not be like him, but you know this is what I saw. This is what was cool to me, so it was like okay, mm. you know, put this That's on. That's like having me as an older brother. That's wild having me as an older. Yeah, brother. Yeah, we would have definitely had a couple fights. That's a wild thing. Having I would have fought. Older it. I fought. I want to fight Ed now. I fought. And lost. <laughs> I lost a little too much to want to do that, but. It was I do I do thank Ed for like you know just being there and just being that cool calm yeah. voice because now for people I be the calm voice and I'm like bro I can't even imagine what the stuff people come to Ed with and you know bro, it's crazy the, the wild things people say to me on the day to day oh my goodness <laughs> and you know what you know it's funny I've been laughing to myself like you say that about Ed like yeah Ed Ed my voice of reason I'd be like well damn. I'm Ed Voice of Reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make you worry a little bit. Yeah, huh? I'm like, hold on, wait. Wait. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go to the person cut my barber hair. <laughs> I always said that. Yeah. My barber got a barber. I want to go to his barber. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. But nah, man, I guess I think, I don't know, over time and stuff, I I, I know I've grown as a person and whatnot. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that is wild, though. That's yeah. why I say, like, me being an older brother that somebody look up to, because it's like... Mm-hmm. But then, too, though, it's like how he was talking, what he was kind of talking about, well, I knew what I knew of you back, you know, only this part of you, not, like, mm-hmm. everything encompassed. And so I was like, oh, well, if you only seen... Mm-hmm. Not to say I... Because you got to, like, you know, give context. It wasn't like I was a... a you know, just really out here doing nothing like mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like even still, they'll be like, "Oh, well, yeah." You know, if you look at the mm-hmm. academic part, the yeah. athletic part, I was like, oh, okay, I can see how I could be a role model. Yeah. Like I say too, though, you know, yeah, when you in it, and then yeah. too, at the end of the day, is how you see yourself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, exactly. I never thought to myself, "I'm a role model." I just do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But and you never, at the end of the day, they always say you never know who watching. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and just like now. you just said, like you just do what you do. But you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, you ain't got to worry about leading nobody astray because you're doing the right thing. And yeah. And, that's what and it means to, you know, be a role model. Especially, like, doing things where I'm, like, trying to – I represent being from Orange, especially, like, being in Beaumont to where it's, like, it's right, right down the road. So, like, yeah. I always think to myself, like, whenever I'm doing things at campus and stuff or, like, yeah. doing events with, like, the president of the school and stuff, it's like, okay, I'm not representing me, but my last name, then, like, where I come from as yeah. well. So, like – that way they think of Orange, Texas, and somebody there from Orange, like, oh, yeah, you know, he really was on his cues, like P's and Q's. And, like, mm-hmm. that's not only making me yeah. look good, but it's, like, making the community look good as well because, you know, people will say, oh, you were the kids look up to. And, like, I try to be that resource. Like, 
you know, like for younger athletes, I know that like especially play like division like division one football or just play sports period and play mm-hmm. opposition. I'm like, you know, like if you ever need like film breakdowns and stuff, like they'll post a clip and like, yo, that's really good. Like, you know, you're doing a thing, like mm-hmm. just being that, you know, that push for people academically mm-hmm. as well. So like it's something that you kinda like run away from, but you know, you jokingly said like the hero, I was like that just you know, I'm just trying to yeah. do all that I can so that way other people can do more. Yeah, for sure. If everybody keeps striving, then you know, yeah. all of a sudden we're gonna be up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. already. already. And I think that's a beautiful way to end the episode, man. Don't forget to do all the things on all the things. Ooh. Yeah, people really like saying that. <laughs> they do, but we trying to get that on the shirt. I just gotta do my stuff. So I don't you gotta put it on the fitted mm-hmm. on the side. Oh, it's class act. Yeah. I see you, big bro. I'ma kill these niggas, man. Yeah. yeah. Straight off the block with it. Eagle Street, to be specific. I peepin' at you, people different. I pay my dues, you keep the difference. I can see the end in the beginning. So I'm not racing, I'm just sprinting. They diminish, I replenish, scientific, I'm out this world hoe, I wear bright red, like a girl told, no homo, fingernails dirty, I've been counting dirty money since 1230, AM weigh them, if they shall take them right back and spray him, amen, yeah, I just do my way, and every time I do it, I do my thing, yeah. Rims big, make the car look like it's two stories If I hop out, that'd be suicide No back seats, call that paralyzed